our intros and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's the, that's the pure enjoyment of the new intro. You just kind of just start talking and we just kind of go off the top. So look at this guy. Listen to a lot of Joe Rogan now, huh? I've never listened to a Joe Rogan podcast. What? No. <laughs> is that is that odd is that odd are they that good i mean this man is just built different let's say that how's he like explain explain your piece then because obviously i'm the weirdo think about about, like um a lot of the clips you see look at the stuff he does man it's like a live stream like a legitimate like live stream like he just takes it to another level like it's like Howard Stern level. Like you would have never known what was going on behind the scenes unless if you're at the studio. Howard Stern was having girls sitting on like literal sex toys in the middle of a, a live hey, studio yo. audience. I'm just saying, like that's what I'm saying, bro. Joe Rogan had smoked weed with Elon Musk. Did you smoke weed with Elon Musk? No, <laughs> not I, yet. No. Will I ever? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit. I mean, if they see this pod and they want to come on. I'm gonna just stop my case there. Don't don't do weed, people. Unless you can't. Unless you're allowed. I mean, shit. I'm guessing Sav is allowed to. And technically, in Farmtown, Ohio. I live in California. Yeah, in Farmtown, Ohio. I don't know if we're supposed to be doing that. So don't even uh don't even quote me on that. But fucking like, I know they gave him the bag. Spotify definitely gave him the bag. So I'm kind of like, now I'm concerned. Like, it's got to be that good if they threw him like. What was the contract? It wasn't it like millions, like five million for however long. It could have been longer. It might have been fifty. I'm gonna look it up Holy real quick. <laughs> Let me look it up. It's uh, uh, the deal. It was a it was a hundred million dollar deal. Uh huh. That's fucking wild. I know he does that every day. So like, I mean. Yeah, I guess he's the highest earning podcaster since 2019. 4.8 billion dollars. <laughs> Just off straight podcast. What is it like? Is it, he's the UFC guy, right? Yeah, he came from the UFC. Right, right, right. Because like I've seen yeah. like little clips of him and shit like that. I saw Kanye on there the one time and whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he's more like a comedian than anything else. But it's just crazy, dude. Like the guy. I feel like he changed the game. Like he brought back podcasts in many ways. Like somebody's at least once said something about a Joe Rogan podcast. I don't know, man. That guy's built different. I'd love to meet him and pick his brain. Like I don't even want a fanboy. I just want to be like, hey, man, how'd you do it? You know, right. like what got you there? That's some. He definitely like new. the thing is like with that. It's kind of like how Ninja like opened the world to like uh, streamers being full time and streamers being able to do their thing like full time and. uh make a career out of just gaming and streaming. Like he's doing it for podcasts. He's literally showing people out there like, yo, like if you start a podcast, that's that good enough and you keep working. Like you can make a hundred million dollars like me and just have random guests on. Like, and he, he, he yeah. probably does. He could probably just ask anybody. They'll just come on. Cause he probably has guests all the time and whatever else. But he does. Yeah. Celebrities up the wazoo, man. Kind of <laughs> crazy. Oh shit. But, um, they'd be like, hey, Nick Tanner, let me get on your podcast. One That's day. be with Joe Rogan. One day. You're the next Joe Rogan. Who, if I, if I don't know, like I'm thinking about that now. If I could pick one famous person to be on the pod, like actually, actually, like. I feel like you'd want famous. an athlete. I feel like you'd want an athlete. <sighs> Chad Ochocinco or something. 
I don't know about Ocho Cinco. I feel like I would want an NFL player, but I feel like I'd want like a stream or two. Like I always talk about how my idol like is uh the Kurt, Black Ben Kurt. Kurt, I'd have Kurt on the show, obviously. But you should hit him up. I should hit him up. You think I should just DM him? He'll just be I, like, I think come this through. Is when you start shooting, bro, hit your Steph Curry's, man. You gotta go from the three point line. That's my guy. That is Early. the he's he's the biggest like gaming slash NFL athlete I know. Like he's like actually good at video games too. Like he'll shit on kids in Madden, and he also plays Halo and uh, other games too. Yeah. Um, I fuck with dude, man. You ever um, you've seen him obviously on Twitter and stuff, right? Yeah. He's cool, dude. A lot of the time, it's from when you retweet. Yeah, I usually just call, like, him I, my, I, I call him my dad him. and shit. I just call him my dad. I'll be like, you're my dad. I've, I've DM'd him a few times just like... um, Because like he's actually decent at Madden. And like they were doing Madden tournaments with... um, You know who Derwin James is? Yeah. For the, um, for the Chargers? Well, like, he was like the boss. Like, EA Madden would have like... um. I forgot what it was called. It was like some sort of tournament structure where it would be like uh, they NFL match up a celebrity or something with like a celebrity player, like or some shit. Yeah, so like, like how they did the Fortnite thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, kind of. So like, um, I know Derwin James played Quavo. I know he played Snoop Dogg. Um, I know he played some of the rookies in the NFL. Like it was wild. And like, I remember just DMing him. I'm like, you got to take part in this. Like someone's got to take this dude down. Like, I, I'm like, you're the only mm-hmm. like NFL player that I know that's actually decent at the game. Like people say they play Madden, like, especially like NFL players, but like, I still feel like they don't know Madden. Like you got to like understand mechanics and stuff. People will like treat that thing as like real life. Like, or start button mashing and not know what they're doing yeah. at all. <laughs> like, oh, I play Madden, I'm de- and it's just like playing a casual. Like, Derwin James could be at like a competitive level and win like tiers in like weekend league and shit like that. <laughs> um, Damn. Yeah, so I was like, Kurt, you gotta get actually this. got to see that. I'm actually like actually interested. I'm like, shit. No, it's really cool because, like, you never thought you would see, like, Quavo. Quavo was getting heated, too. I, I wish I could pull up the clip. Like, Quavo was getting so fucking mad, too. Like, getting butthurt because he was losing by, like, 21. And they would, like, give him, um... Like, if, if Derwin was up by so much, they would give him, like, uh, handicaps and shit like that. And he didn't want no handicaps. And he was getting mad and stuff. And he was cussing and, like, on Twitch and shit like that. <laughs> it was actually fucking... It was funny. Like, dude's getting heated over mad. And I'm like... What you signed up for? Like you getting your ass well. He's and then he's like, then they got like real serious where they're like, run it back. Like I want to run it back. Like we can run it back after all this shit. Like talking, talking smack. Like on the stream, he's like, okay, we can. As soon as we get done, we can play for the bread. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. But yeah, guys, I that that was our intro to the Tana's Eye View episode eight. We got my boys Love Lockdown here with us, man. This has been one of my good friends since uh, I'd been streaming and um, before like I even had big dreams of doing a pod or getting this far in my Twitch career, man. Me and Sab, we've been doing this for a long time. Been a long friend. We've been in anime chats with each other, like just knowing each other before yeah. like this whole streaming shit even was a thing. And um, well, I'll, I'll just let him introduce himself. So go ahead. Go ahead. I want a good introduction from you. Tell people who you are, where to find you, about yourself. Go ahead. 
I hit y'all with how I usually do it. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Love Lockdown, for the neighborhood being. Yes, uh, I play Apex on Twitch, Tuesday through Saturdays, um, 11 p.m. through 3 a.m. usually, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, you can find me everywhere else under Love Lockdown as well. Literally any social media you could think of, I'll be on there. From Twitter to Instagram, TikTok, all that. So, trust. I like it. I like it. I love I love your intro. Like even it's the same thing every time and it just it goes so smooth and like you just have everything <laughs> down to a T, bro. Like I just appreciate every time I stop by, bro. Like every time your intro is just to a point, it's to a T. It's lit, it's Thank nice you. and it's like it's like it's like how do I it's like a good routine but it's always different. You never know what you're going to get, but like you know what to expect, I guess. Like and that's just like Very true. It's dope um like sometimes they'll hear me switch it up but it kind of depends on context like there's times where i'm maybe getting you know no good games in apex i'll bring it up you know like hey i'm getting rolled i'm from the neighborhood being i get rolled in apex tuesday through saturday or something you know it's like just hey. things like that man you gotta spice it up sometimes. listeners he ain't lying this dude does get rolled in apex though i'm not gonna hold you actually like i don't know bro like you you don't be getting rolled i just think you just have shitty luck like i i like I feel like your uh your vi- or your um your audio never works in certain situations cuz I see you just like not even trying to shit like sometimes you'll just be like in a situation where you just act brain dead and you don't fight back but it's like I know you just don't do that. Like I know that <laughs> yeah, sounds Yeah, it looks fried. like I am, but yeah, I'm just getting pummeled. Yeah, cuz it's just like okay, when then you're fighting this team for a really long time and then you just get third party and it's just like And then this dude's over there tap strafing. I'm like, "What the fuck you doing, Charlie? Like stop tap strafing, man." Looks like we're going to get into that Good first, huh? We're going to get into that first, oh, yeah, huh? We might as well. All right, let me tell y'all something. He's hot, quick. chat. Hold on, hold on. The introduction <sighs> is over. Actually, wait, hold on. Let me introduce <laughs> myself real quick. <laughs> we get too hot. I-, I like the energy, but like shit, I was about to let you go off. I was like, "Wait a minute, hold on. Let me let me spit what I got to <laughs> Say. My show. <laughs> um, there's not that much I want to shout out. You guys already know who I am. It's you love Nick Tana. You guys can call me Nick Tana. Um, all my socials are the same. Check me out on all my socials at you love Nick Tana. Um, first thing before we do really get into anything, um, I want to give a big shout out to everybody who watched episode seven. Episode seven really blew up. We're at a hundred downloads right now, and it's been only two weeks. Everybody that's been listening to the pod, all my friends have been tweeting at me on Twitter. We've been going through Switzerland, Netherlands. Canada like we going like worldwide and I just want to say like I appreciate everybody that's been rocking with me enjoying the pod really participating in everything and a big shout out to Andrew for being there last week for me and really like helping me really be having a like a co-person there really helped me like talk and like really made everything interesting and just like switch it up a lot um, he really showed me how I could expand and make this not just my eye view, but my eye view with my friends. Um, therefore, why I brought Sav on too, because if you guys enjoyed it with um, my friends, then I definitely want to have them have a part of it and um, all that stuff. But again, thank you guys for everything, man. The support's been crazy. Everybody's saying they enjoy everything, getting texts and stuff like that. Trust me, it never goes unnoticed. And um I appreciate all the love. It's something that I wanted to try and obviously it's working. So it's much love to you guys. And yeah, I'm going to start rambling. I'm going to stop rambling. I don't want to start rambling, but I'm going to let my boy Sav because he was hot and he's, he's, he's rubbing his hands together and he's ready to heat back up because he's ready to talk about this topic. Cause I feel like we could debate about this because like, obviously I'm a PC player, but he is a, he's a controller player. So like, we're going to see what he has to say about tap strafing. I'm going to let him jump right into it. Um, why don't you tell the people what tap strafing is for 
people who don't play Apex or don't know. So to sum up tap strafing, essentially when you're running in the game, there's only two movement tactics most people are most familiar with and instinctively will do. Uh, that's a slide and a slide jump or bunny hop, they call it. So when you come into what tap strafing is, it's combining the two, but at a rapid rate. It causes the player to do a complete either 360 or 180 in place while jumping and propels you to a higher level. Like it, it makes you lift off the ground without doing anything else. And it makes zero sense. <laughs> if you are any of those legends, no matter who you are, you could be Octane himself, the actual Octane. There's no way your body could physically do that ever. And it's the worst thing about it is it's not a button input for both sides. If you're on a controller, you can't do it. I can do it because I've forced myself to learn how. There is a way to do it, and there's tutorials if you guys really want to practice it. It's very situational, and in controller, it's a lot easier on a jump pad with an Octane jump pad. You can do it better with, on PC with an Octane jump pad too, but it just puts the player at a very high advantage when you can do it. Because a lot of people do the um, input as their scroll wheel up and scroll wheel down. Mm -hmm. and they do, it's AD. So like you pretty much press forward on W, you press your A button on the keyboard, and you flick up and down really quick. You just did a tap strafe. Like that's how easy it is. <laughs> and it's like dudes will manipulate that, stay alive for 10 minutes. I had a clip with Nick Tana on his stream the other day. <laughs> a guy was running from me and hit five tap strafes in a row. I'm like, man, you're going to die anyway. I don't know, man. I personally never thought it was a good mechanic. It's not equal advantage for both sides. So Respawn took notice of it. They said what I said. And I'm like, hey, it's their game. You always want to complain about something. I'm like, at least complain about how your aim sucks. I don't know. Right. Like, okay. So, like, I totally agree. Like, okay. So, if you physically watch, like, somebody like Timmy play. Like, Timmy's obviously an elite pro player. Probably .001, My opinion best apex player he possibly right could be the best like i don't even know is he even signed to a roster is he on a team or he's anything on nrg nrg okay I, that makes mm -hmm. sense like they're going in their own with, way um he plays a lot of pros he does he did just recently a bronze to pred uh grind in one stream of 50 something plus hours yeah honestly dude if you guys want to see how to play Apex at the highest level, watch that guy. That's the, uh, there's that's several the thing. others that I look up to, but he's he's huge. That guy's crazy good. I watched him. I watched that stream a little bit, and I watched someone make a montage. It was called like the movie, and like dude, like obviously it's kind of like uh, smurfing because like he was in bronze mm -hmm. and he was dropping like twenty kills, uh, twenty five kills, like five k. Yeah, imagine like just and being in a bronze lobby and he's just it's like against Apex TOS to do that. It is, and Apex was there and gifted him like a hundred subs during that. So I'm like, in a way, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. You're telling all your casuals not to do a Smurf account, but you're going to let your top-grossing Apex player do a Smurf account, ruin however many people's days because they're expecting to get their actual rank. But next thing you know, it's actually Timmy just tap-strafing away. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the thing, too, is like, bro, you have this dude in the point zero zero one percent and then you have your devs or whoever going over there and saying like, yo, this is cool. 
ha, this is dope. Like he's over here, like, no, it's not. Like to the to, to the average Timmy, not the elite Timmy. Like this, like this kid that just got off of school is ready to hop on some Apex Legend, and here comes Timmy, just like smacking him around. But like, I watched him. I like if you looked up what tap strafing is, you're gonna see Timmy's clip. Um, that's the thing about it. A lot of this is oh performed by like the highest end of like mouse and keyboard players, players. It's a mechanic they all have to know. Right. If you're not, if you're a pro and you don't know how to tap strafe or wall bounce or do these things on the fly, you're more than likely not that good, and mm -hmm. a team will not pick you up. They won't want to play with you just based off your movement. Whenever pros are thinking about Apex, there's three things involved. It's gunplay, movement, and the positioning. That's the only thing pros ever think about. They don't care about the loot. They could shoot with anything. They don't care about the shields. They don't care about anything else other than those three factors. And now one of those factors is getting doled down a lot. It's going to be a lot of boots on the ground again. More, you know, situational, like, okay, how do I get out of this without a tap strafe? You know, they might even still so... It's so etched in their brain that they might forget that it's not a mechanic anymore and keep doing it and put themselves in even worse positions. You know what I'm saying? I think it's definitely going to be a step back for everybody just because, like, if you can't do it and you can't force your way onto second levels and sharp turns and really getting away from fights, you might die in those situations. Like, your Timmy's got, might, where he gets out with a slither of health, that tap strafe could be the reason that he got out with that slither of health. So like, um, and most of the time it was off an octane pad anyway. So like if people are running octane, mm -hmm. I feel like that was like the thing is like, if you get off it, but like, um, I could see definitely how it was broken compared to the average, well, just compared to like anybody, but like just in any game, I feel like every game has their, um, it's like a it's like a pro level move. Like I mean, it was in the game for a reason, uh, but it is kind of unfair that both sides can't do it. The one thing I mm -hmm. will say is like, do not bring aim assist into this conversation, bro. Like I, you can't like you can't do that. Like I hate the whole keyboard like mouse mouse and keyboard like controller arguments because it's like, yes, obviously they both have their like their pros and cons. Like I mean, it's not like. I mean, like, I feel like both of them are at a disadvantage. Like, obviously, you can sit there all day and say pros, cons, like, oh, I only have 60 frames per second. Okay, well, you could mm -hmm. get a computer, and then you could play on controller, and you could have 144. It's like, oh, well, you could aim better with a mouse and keyboard. Okay, well, then why don't you just get a mouse and keep... Like, those arguments are always yeah. iffy to me. Like, I don't really like those conversations. So, like, Most I don't... have skill, though, you know? No, in their You're own ways, yeah. No, like, yeah. definitely. I feel like, personally, from my experience, I, like doing first person shooters with a mouse and keyboard uh just because like i can make my sensitivity a little bit higher i can turn a little bit quicker i feel like it's a lot smoother for me to aim but that's just me uh you obviously you feel like you're better with a controller and it's like you don't even really care about the aim assist i feel like you could get on a computer play with the 144 frames and then probably still pop off like that way too um i don't like how like people were bringing in the conversation like oh controller players have aim assist like it's like where does this what does this have to do with anything like you're with literally yeah you're literally floating in the air doing 180s like browning around sharp corners and shit like it's oddball man pros, man they were on each other the other day going in about aim assist saying oh if they're gonna remove tap strafing they should remove aim assist i'm like 
Huh? I'm like, the multipliers on aim assist, let me just tell you all this right now, listeners. When it comes down to console aim assist versus PC aim assist, the multiplier is reduced by 0.5. Uh, whenever you're on aim assist, it means that your aim in the general hitbox of the character will move on its own to correct your miss... I guess to say your miss aim. So let's say your your guy is right here in front of you, your your ADS down your sight. Uh, next thing you know, you're off by like two inches to his left. The game will automatically push you over as you start shooting, and gravitate towards that character. That's aim assist, and it is obvious when you when you use aim assist. What I like to do is I play without aim assist when I'm doing bad because it forces me to overcorrect and force my shots myself. Um, what I play on is PC aim assist, even on console. It's a 1.1 multiplier. So that little gravitation you get from aiming at somebody, it takes a lot longer. And it forces you to actually have to center yourself more. So that's why when I play on PC lobbies, I'm able to hold up. And I feel like that's what a lot of console players lack is the ability to keep up with PC players, and that's why it's always a huge debate. Because people always want to bring in, oh, you have your whole arm, but at the same time, yeah, you only have your thumbs and your fingertips to you know, put button inputs, but at the same time, it's all the same thing, just condensed or spread apart. You know, it's like, <laughs> you can do whatever console guys are doing, you can do whatever PC guys are doing. Right. It's just like the aim assist thing, it doesn't make any sense. People still miss shots with aim assist. It's not like it just takes full control and you're an autopilot beaming everybody, dropping 20 bombs like it's nothing. I would have had a 20 bomb every day of this week if that were the case. I'm just saying. Right. Like, it, if, if aim assist was that obvious, like, these console kids would be dropping, like, 10, 15 kills like it's nothing, just running into random fights and just, like... um, But, like, not... It's just, like, that... It doesn't even de defeat the point that it's just, like... I think... What Apex is doing is they are trying to like, they're just trying to make it a lot more usable to everybody. So like if only mouse and keyboard players can do it and console players, they don't like that. Cause I feel like a lot of their, I feel like the Apex community, like to be honest, I feel like it's a lot more casual than it is ranked. Like, I feel like you, like on our side of Twitch, we do see a lot of the ranks, the sweats grinding and stuff like that. But like, I feel like a lot of people just usually run pubs or like, they're like in that gold or below. So, like, they're kind of pertaining to them, but um, it's also, like, it's just really broken, especially if you're Octane, Pathfinder. Like, imagine being able to strafe with uh, Pathfinder, then grapple away, or just, like, Octane and just kind of tap strafe into a building, use your stem, run away, and then just, like, get your bounce pad back in, like, 10 seconds and just get away from a fight. Like, it's just, it's obvious, it's just, it's insane, like... If you do it right, it's it's obviously a, a really, really, really powerful mechanic. But I, I also want to say that I feel like a lot of players don't know how to do that. Like, I feel like a lot like, the okay, so like, even though I'm mouse and keyboard, I would say like, I don't know, I'm just throwing it, just throwing a rock in the water, right? Just skipping it, whatever. Like, I feel like I could be a gold player, silver, gold, whatever the case can be. Like, I still really don't know how to... I don't know how to tap strafe. I feel like that's when you get into diamond, plats, predators. Yeah. They're doing it all the time. But I feel like the... Top the 2% of players usually is where those kind of mechanics lie at. Right. Like, that's why you see me, like, crouch spam and stuff. Like, that's a mechanic that most players above, like, always do. You have to always do it. Because if you're not doing it, you're probably going to lose the fight. Mm-hmm. 
I've noticed that too, is if you crouch and kind of move around and then you'll just freak them out and stuff like that. But like, it's just, it's to that point to where like, I feel like only the elite of the elite know it. So like the only people that's really kind of affecting is top ranked players. Like, I feel like a lot mm. of these kids that are complaining, I feel like they really don't know how to tap strafe. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm serious, bro. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's just debating just a debate. Like, I mean, like, I'm the only reason I'm putting my two cents in is because obviously, like, even though I don't know what tap it. strafing is, like, I absolutely play the game and it, it like it's it's in my lot. Like, I see it physically what happens. And I, I like I'm not going to sit there and defend it and be like, oh, they're trying to get rid of fun it's like bro like do you know how to do that effectively like i really don't i mean can you like do it every time <laughs> yeah can you do it every time are you just saying you're tap straight are you really doing it like i don't hell if i know man i just i just play marbles on stream bro i don't, I guess i don't know but i'm just saying like i, I see it and i see everybody complaining saying they're tending to like controller players and that's Come on, y'all. Like, let's be... I hate that, man. Let's be serious here, y'all. Like, I want y'all to, like... We got to use, like, our, our IRL game sense here, okay? Like, nobody is, like, tending to any side of, like, console or PC, right? It's just obviously a broken mechanic that they don't want in the game due to, like, certain... Certain heroes, like, certain legends. Sorry, heroes. I'm thinking of Overwatch. Legends that, like, obviously can, like, do way more with it than, like other legends and just like if a console player is in that lobby then he's just gonna get completely pooped on so i have been pooped on um one thing for sure is that you know the whole segregation between you know a casual a pro or just a cat you know a sweaty grinder you know there's that's literally all you find in apex there's three demographics you know it's the casual guy that gets you know an hour or two to himself his kids are asleep his wife's begging him to come lay down with him and he's like hey man i want to play apex with the boys you know he got like one hour nick tanner's raising his hand right now he loves it he's like man that's not like me right here bro those hard stuck silver kids man they just uh they live in life and then you got people like me i consider myself a sweat like I, i'm not gonna lie i think i'm pretty sweaty if some people were to try and play me i think there's maybe a handful of people that could beat me and I'm like, I know them personally. It's like, most of the time, you're going to catch me ego challenging people. You're going to catch me going for squad wipes. You're going to catch me pushing the whole fight of, fight, I don't know, three, four teams by myself. Because I'm trying to be Rambo, you know? It's like, that's a sweaty mentality. And I know plenty of people that are grinders that would consider them sweaty. You know, they go for kill grinds. They go for thousands and thousands of kills to be on the leaderboard of, you know, Apex. Uh, and then you got the pro players. Those guys, I feel like, are affected by all these changes. Because those guys are getting paid for this. You know, mm -hmm. that's messing with their money at this point. You're messing with somebody's livelihood. Um, and then you got, like, situations like Ranked, where there's hackers uh, amok. You know, like, that, that's what gets me. So, like, even in console, it happens even worse. It's so easy to DDoS a console lobby compared to a PC lobby. It takes, like, one person, and your whole lobby's done for i have to i have personally killed three ddosers in my entire time of playing rank just last season been ddosed at least 20 of those matches mm -hmm. so at the same time it's just not fun i don't play ranked anymore i mean this season i made it to plat and now i'm in gold two or three and i could really care less because in all honesty in my opinion ranked is a social status unless you're getting paid it's a social status You'll see these dudes posting their badges and all this stuff on Instagram, left, right. I'm like, cool, good for you, you know? It's like, 
what's going on in the real world, my guy? <laughs> at that point, you know, it's like, I'm like, I'm cool with where I'm at. You know, it's like, right. I, I have kids that'll be first time chatters in my chat. Oh, what's your stats? I'm like, hey, nice to meet you too, man. You know, it's like first time chatter badge, but I'll show you my stats, bro. You want to see them? Go ahead. Get your gratification. Feel like you're better than the streamer, man. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm like, because at the end of the day, I don't care. You know, it's like there's people that live for that. Bro, how do you have 20 viewers, but I get more kills than you in Apex? That's so weird, right? Like, <laughs> That's I do really this, how I stream. Like, what do you, like, like, it, like I, I totally agree with you to that point, too, because, like, like, guys, like, anybody that's listening that's a big Apex fanatic, you know, like, I, I play the game pure enjoyment. I stream it sometimes, whatever. I'm not a rank grinder. Um, when I play, I'm strictly trying to get uh, clips and just show people that Loba is actually usable. Um, which kind of pisses people people off because like I'll I'll sometimes go into ranked and I've had people sigh over Loba, and it's like she's not that bad of a le- come on y'all she's not that bad of a legend like I feel that Honestly, if you don't if you don't good. like looting like I get it but like it, the best Lobas all you got to do is just like as soon as you get your black market just throw that bitch down learn how to get out of fights and push whenever and I think she's good but beyond all that like um I'm not, obviously not the biggest fan of ranked just because like. Like Sav said, um, you could beat Diamond Platt, but it's like when it comes to a point to where like, um, I feel like a lot of ranked um, FPSs are like this, where you're just kind of like waiting for something to happen. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just me being impatient. I just never like those type of games to where yeah. it's like, um, okay, I'm gonna hop into ranked, and the only way I could make progress is if I like wait around wait around oh i've got a third party this like at this moment or like Mm -hmm. oh another team like at that point it just becomes a clusterfuck like even with fortnite i remember when remember when fortnite had like ranked tournaments and they had those like balls with the um yeah those balls paused like with the uh with the uh the grapples and like people were just in those all the time and i'm like dude what is this game anymore like they just swing around a tree for 10 minutes. Yeah, wait for the perfect opportunity for someone to crack someone's ball, pause. And like then just in- hop out. Yeah, yeah like, like it's the same thing with Apex. Like, what's yeah. the point of me dropping in this location? Like, yeah, you get your first 3v3. You win, cool. But then it's like after that, now where it's like, okay, we're waiting. We're in this, we're in this mm-hmm. rat spot. We're waiting. We're waiting. Oh, we got enough RP. We can go fight. The- and it's like... What's the point, man? Like, if you're gonna sit there and just say that you're in diamond from sitting around, and like, I'm, I'm just cool on that. Like, I'd rather just like, I mean, like, my pride is like, I'll be hard stuck silver, but I'll make sure that I'll get in every single fight that I possibly can. So, <laughs> for what? My Google set to turn off the light at like 5:45. I looked I was over like, and what? I was like, Yo, where's this dude's lights? <laughs> I went uh, incognito mode, man. I thought yeah. your mom just like shut off the lights or some shit. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Is that she sleeping? Fucking hilarious. <laughs> Go to bed. That nah, crazy. Uh, no, nah, man. But in all honesty, dude, like that whole um, case you got about ranked, you're not wrong. I mean, when it comes down to the higher elos, I feel like, especially in Apex, to keep it on that line, you know, there's situations where you're in gold for example and there's people that are previous preds or masters 
that play like that and you're forced to play like that Mm -hmm. because it's who can make the mistake first who can you catch off guard first who can you take advantage of first what 1v3 can you take on before you take on the 2v3 and then it becomes a 1v3 and then it's you know situations like that that's what people think in higher elo like especially plat and higher in every case like plat three and higher that's where i feel like people take it seriously there's people that will just make it to plat four and they cool like i said it's a social status thing they they cool with that for me i feel like where i feel comfortable is diamond because i'm like that shows you guys that i'm in the top 2.5 percent you know that that puts me at a certain rank in mentality right Mm -hmm. so at the same time it's like when you have people that play ranked that's all that's going to matter is that placement so that's why people play like that that's why people play so meta based where they only use certain weapons that are either overpowered or easy to do a lot of damage quickly that's why the l-star right now in this current patch is ridiculous in season 10 you can melt somebody and i think it's eight six to eight bullets depending on where you hit them it's just kind of ridiculous you know there's times where it's like i'm having a crazy game and i'm using wingman r301 the two i feel like the two most skill-based weapons in the game if it's not the craver you have to hit your shots with those guns if you if you miss you're 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 missing and that guy probably has time to hit you in that meantime. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's say I'm at like eight kills. And then next thing you know, I'm getting beamed from Narnia to Starbucks with an L-Star. And I'm like, okay, bro. Like, I'm just trying to pick up my latte, man. The pumpkin spice <laughs> just came back. Quit playing. I need one. Stop <laughs> it. Yo. <laughs> it's that time of year, man. fellas. And ladies. Pumpkin spice time. Man. Who gave yeah, me bro, one? I, I, I can't do it no more. I can't do this whole meta. And it's like you, even in ranked now, it's like if you're plat and higher again, it's you have to play a certain three characters. If you're not using those three characters, mm-hmm. you're at a huge disadvantage. Like pre seer patch, they they all you saw was octane seer revenant. Okay, I'm glad you guys can use a second life to come and third party me, and then become the third party to your own third party because you just got sent back to your totem and your boy Revy over here just gonna walk around and do 20 damage for 10 kills like dude's climbing um, up 30 story buildings <laughs> in your nightmares type who shit. you think you are spider-man bro like, <laughs> dude when when people man. were like showing like his ability to climb up all these crazy walls and like people were the meme videos people were making they were just the funniest man i know man what about you? What's your favorite gun in Apex? Man, okay, so like, I'm, I've been thinking about this for a while. There was one night where I realized, and I'm like, yo, I could literally grab whatever the hell I want in these little black market things. And I realized that I could grab the Havoc turbocharger, and I was kind of rocking with that for a little bit. And yes, I was lasering for sure. So it was kind of, yeah, it was, no. it was kind of crazy. But like, other than that, um, I like the flatline. Like flatline will be a personal favorite for me. Um, alternator, alternator will all time be my favorite gun. Um, I've always liked the way it shot. Um, I feel like it doesn't really jerk around that much. And then just like with me using it in Titanfall and shit like that, it's just like I don't know. Like I've always used that gun, but like now that it's in it care packages. In Titanfall. What? It was overpowered in Titanfall. Dude, it kills in like four shots. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's just so fun using that gun. And I feel like it, the alternator doesn't get its love like it should. Like it's just a really good like you could shoot from a distance and it shoots straight. Like I could I I could compete with the R301 for sure. Um but 
I like the alternator, the Havoc right now, and Sentinel. But I feel like people like the longbow better. But honestly, I mean, I I, I'll uh, I'll use my shield cells and I'll like power it up and I'll just start popping. So I mean, that's just that's just the casual Loba player talking. What's your favorite guns? Wingman R three hundred one easy. That's easy? that's my favorite loadout, man. Easy. You will always see me drop my. And I can have a G seven and a flatline. That's cool with me sometimes, right? But the minute I find either of those two weapons, I'm like, oop, dropping the G7 for the R3. I'm dropping the flatline for the wingman. And you then I'll wait for a Kraber. <laughs> you ain't catching me dead with a G7, bro. I am not hitting those shots, man. I it's a good gun when you hit your shots. shots. It's a good gun. I've had plenty of times where like that's like one of my most clip-worthy weapons. Because, again, it's a gun that does a lot of damage in a short time, but also shows good precision. It's like... um especially when it had double tap oh man that gun was a different breed when i was trying to get clips and i had the sentinel like when we were playing bro there's so many times where i did like 130 140 150 damage but i wouldn't get the knock mm. and i'm like can i even post this clip bro because i'm like this is a good mm. clip i'm like i'm hitting my shots but Welcome it's like apex yeah and it's like i couldn't even get the full clip because i was like bro i'm hitting so many sentinel shots but not finishing the kill i'm like nobody wants to see that um nah, i mean honestly with the way the apex content set up and this is just from my experience i mean i i feel like when people post clips of just high damage i feel like that's good enough like i feel like that's always cool because it's like i personally always run into those situations too where like i i completely demolish the first two dudes last guy is hit for 130 and i get knocked because i never healed between the last first two guys and then that guy got the advantage because i'm only 70 hp but i still beamed him for 130 so right. my team gets to clean up and i get rezzed I still feel like that's clip worthy because I did a lot of damage. So I mean, in re in retrospect, you could think about it that way, and that goes for anybody listening. Because like I know a lot of people on Instagram always hitting me up. How do you get views? How do you do this? How do you do that? And I'm like, it's not because of what I'm posting. It's like what I make of it. You know, it's like, uh, for example, I had a situation where somebody came in my chat and said, if you hit a wingman knock, I'll gift a sub. I already had a wingman in my hand. I had been popping off all game with the wingman. I said, bet. What did I do? I went and knocked three people. And then that yeah, was my clip. But were they crazy clips? No, the guys were all 40 HP. But I made a clip out of it. It's all about creativity. You know, it's just like when it comes to Apex content, there's so much of it, bro. There's it's like the most streamed game right now. If you go on YouTube, you'll type Apex, you'll get a hundred million videos, more than likely. Mm -hmm. It's just so con it's so it's almost like how Call of Duty was. There's just so much of it. It's hard to be like, yeah, that's my favorite one. You know, and that's my favorite creator. It's just, it's not the game they're playing. It's what they're doing with their content, you know? It's how they put it out there. So it's like, at the end of the day, Apex is just so, I don't know. I feel like everything's been done. So the only way to stand out is with your personality. A lot of these young kids, and I guess we can kind of just jump into this, like, at like this uh this part of the stream i think a lot of these kids um because i feel like i get a lot of these questions too it's just me being a stream lead and stuff like that it's like what content do i make and it's like i can't tell you what content to make i can't tell you what to do like generally just like people will like you for who you are like you're never going to be timmy you're never going to be nick Merckx. you're never going to be uh shroud like it's just like those guys are on a different level of elite big brain 
like fps like stuff like every game they touch (laughs) they could be inspirations to you but like at the end of the day man like you gotta you gotta focus on the entertainment like yeah like you want to be decent at your game too and like you could have that with your gameplay but uh people are gonna be there for you because like sab said you could look up apex legends and i'm pretty sure it's like the top five game being streamed you're competing with everybody that has zero views on that channel or in that category people with one views two views like and you wouldn't it's a graveyard yeah it's like tough you wouldn't understand like how abundant that category is with zero one two like even fives if you scroll through five you'll scroll through five viewers for a little bit because that's just like where everybody usually starts off at like um yeah that's the tough thing about streaming those games and if you want to stream that game fine but like just like you just got to know what good content is and then worry about like um all your other socials like sav um well you can go ahead you can go ahead and explain your method i don't want to explain it for you but sav has really good methods on how he grows on social media and then it returns to him through twitch so go ahead and explain to people what you do so when i first started streaming it was back in i believe 2019 um i hit affiliate through just having a couple of my friends tab me on their phones these were the same guys in my playstation party each and every night for however many months. And I managed to even get the followership to get the affiliate status through my YouTube. But when I started my YouTube, I didn't get views at all. I was making edits off my PS4. Um, I would put an edit out and voiceover, be whispering at the quietest volume to not wake up my family. And at the same time, I look back to those now and I'm like, dang, you know, it's it's come a long way. Mm -hmm. So when you think about it like that, it's everyone starts somewhere, right? So when you get to this whole, oh, the zero to five viewer graveyard, it's a tough spot to be in. You feel like there's no way out, right? But everyone's got a personality, man. And that's my biggest catch. That's the only thing that I feel like is is pulling it for me on Twitch. I mean, be real with y'all. Like, I feel like if it's, Anything that I do better than anybody is exhibiting that my personality is consistent through being on stream and off stream. Mm-hmm. I'm the same person every single day of my life. I wake up, I do the same shit. I go to bed, I do the same shit. You know, it's 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 coming to peace with yourself. I feel like if you want to be a content creator, there's some things that these big guys do so crazy, right? But it's really not. If you really think about it, you know, even somebody like Asu. Timmy, they seem so, you know, robotic, almost like it's it's natural to them <laughs> that they just get on and they can do this thing, you know? Yeah. So it's like you, you start thinking, it's like, is it really because they're cracked? No, you, you can watch their streams. There's a lot of personality in those two guys, but they're the most, you know, calm, cool, collected guys in the middle of a 1v6. And you're like, how? I'd be panicking. Always, right? always like... Because you have a, a camera in front of your face doesn't mean you have to be an actor. Doesn't mean you have to wear a mask exactly yeah you could be you could wear an octane mask because that's part of your personality but like don't ever fake your personality don't ever fake who you are like my um one of my things i um i don't even know the right word but like um i stay true to myself no matter what Mm -hmm. man like uh with this content creation stuff i'm not afraid to like say how i feel like obviously i have a podcast where i basically say whatever i feel or how i feel and like that's more respectable than me like acting fake and trying to be like super not the person I am. Like 
if I, if like, there's no point in trying to do that. If you, people will like you the way you are. Like, I know you might think like, oh, I'm not the most entertaining person, but like, if you show true emotion and true feeling and like your true passion, people are going to revolve around that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't ever feel like you're ashamed of yourself. Like, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like you are who you are. You can't ever change that. Like everything that I put into my streams resemble me, how I am as a person, things I like and people, they like that. I come to the point to where like I used to be a Madden streamer um, and I tried so hard to get with the Madden community and sometimes it felt like I didn't fit in but like I met a, I met a, a couple guys that just like just generally liked me for me and even when I noticed like okay Madden's really not my thing right now so like I started streaming other games so a lot of people like would just say like we're just here for you so it's like coming to the point to where like I'm able to do whatever I love, talk about games, play different games that might get me out of my comfort zone. But like people like that stuff because it's me. I'm the content there. So it's like always think about that for content too, as yourself. Just be yourself. Be funny. Yeah. Like I mean, like it's it's simple. Like I it's it may be it may sound difficult, but it really isn't. Just just be true to yourself for real. It might feel unnatural at the first because, of course, everyone always feels shy on camera their first couple times, right? But, you know, I sit there sometimes and I'm like, man, I'm really talking to a camera right now. You know, I'm like, you never believe it. You know, it's just, it becomes fluetic at some point. But to wrap that whole point of why I even said that up is because that's the biggest part about even pulling people to your stream. What are they actually there for? Are they there because you're cracked out, dropping 20 bombs every single game? Or are they there because maybe you're a funny, egotistical, arrogant little asshole that's funny? (laughs) You know, I mean, I feel like that's what I am sometimes, you know? I'm like, I feel like I got this this level of confidence and arrogance that, that plays well with each other. And I've always been that way. Like, people always know it. Like, but at the end of the day catch me behind closed doors and at any given moment on my streams like i've cried on stream bro like i've had emotional moments that brought me to tears it's like i'm a human being bro like i I can really get down with it i'm humble as shit when it comes to it it's like i don't like bragging but it's like if it comes to helping people out i will put people before me that's the kind of person i am right and it's like the way that i even grew on twitch was through that method of just being a human being bro i used to when i okay so let me let me start here when I started my content creation journey, it didn't start on Twitch at all. I took a whole year off of Twitch from 2019 all the way through until November of 2020 because I started the day after my birthday. And in that year, what I did was I started recording my gameplays on my PlayStation and putting them to YouTube. After the YouTube started blowing up, I started getting more followers on Twitch. I already had the average. I just needed the followers, right? Mm-hmm. So I put these things up on YouTube. Boom. That was where it started. Started with, you know, five subs in a dream. And now I'm at 800 subs on YouTube. And I don't even post like that. So it's it came down from there. And Instagram. Instagram was my biggest platform. If you ever look me up on Instagram, you'll be kind of surprised that I'm even, like, not blowing up. Because that's what everyone tells me. Oh, you're so big on Instagram. How does how do you not have more viewers? But at the end of the day, I'm content with where I'm at. My growth pattern is at a steady consistency, right? 
But the reason that it even works into itself is that those people that follow me on Instagram, a lot of people that come into my stream are streamers themselves. At least 80% of my chat are streamers, small streamers. I'm very close with a lot of the Apex small streamer community. Mm. Only recently I've started networking up into bigger people than me. And that's not even for myself. That's for learning purposes. It's people that I, I'm a name drop, Shrimpy Melon, been a great mentor. I watch his streams. I'll pick his brain about things on random occasions and it's helped me. I've, I've, you know, worked on things that he's told me and it's pushed me in the right direction. Um, you know, there's people like, uh, like one toe Jack. Um, he, he's a huge confidence person, right? Legend. You can smell him. You can smell the confidence in the guy. Yeah. I like that guy. And that made me want to be my true self, this extra guy that always dances around. Right. But when it comes down to it, I feel like if you really want to grow on Twitch, you do have to make your name known elsewhere. Nobody's going to know who you are if they don't know who you are. And I don't mean just being annoying and like, hey, look, I posted something. Go like it for me. They don't like that. Nobody likes that. That's that's weird self-promo. Especially if you don't follow Make friends them with people, or, man. Yeah. Right. Make friends with people. That's my biggest advice to anybody doing this. Make friends with people. Everybody that's your friend will always look out for you if they're really your friend. I know a lot of gatekeepers in the community that won't raid certain people because they don't have a certain viewership. I know people that, you know, won't help others because they feel already made it, but yet they really haven't. You know, they're just at a, a high peak. Like, you know, you might have a pop in TikTok, but that doesn't mean your streams are popping. You know what I'm saying? So again, it, it all plays around each other. It's a matter of cycling through, you know, friendships that will branch outward mm -hmm. because... At the end of the day, those people that are your friends, for example, they might want to raid you one day. Nick Tanner raids me every single stream, damn near. And his community and my community are pretty close. Uh, everybody that's in mine will always drop in on his. Everybody that's in his always drops in on mine. Right. They know each other. These people have made friends. That's not even a like a... I don't know how to say this. You can look at it as networking in a way. Because these people are networking amongst themselves, and now they're becoming parts of each other's streams, and they don't even realize it's, it. It's very natural. So it's like, mm -hmm. what he's basically saying, y'all, is just like, make friends. Like, even if you yeah, just feel simple. like you're not the most, like, social person in the world, like, there's someone out there, guarantee you, that's just like you, man. I could probably find... A million people that are like me like i i know in my head who i want in a friend like who who i could tell is really there for me or who is really there just to like leech off of me and like that's why i like i keep a circle with all of my friends and i make sure that everybody eats when they can like like sav says man like i'm done with my stream i know where i'm sending them sav i already know like our communities are close we're best friends my friends will click with them and it's just like it's just easy for them like yo i'm gonna go check out sav like it's it's nat they were gonna go over there anyway so it's like i never really raid people i don't know i did raid somebody i didn't know but it was her birthday <laughs> and that was really fun though but that was really fun like i was just like in the moment i was just we like made her day bro because it was like i was like um it's my birthday y'all you don't even get me shit and they were like, it ain't even your birthday. And I was like, all right, fine. We'll raise someone whose uh, birthday it is then. And we did. And it was just like, it was just a fun moment. But it's just like, um, besides all that, man, it's just like, 
just make friends and just try and just be on other social media as much as possible. I tell people only stream three days a week. I work on the other days on socials whenever I can. Everybody's on social media. Everybody's on Twitter nowadays. Everybody's on Instagram. Make friends. You know, like generally just be like, yo, I really like this photo like that you made, like, you know what I'm saying? Like hype someone up and just like try and interact with them. Like, yo, this clip was really good. And like, then you just cut G yeah. Come to their stream and be like, yo, I saw your clip. Like, nice to see you. And then generally like you just build friendships off of that. It's not like real quick. Yeah, Uh, go ahead. Like just cause like when it comes down to it, I feel like some people misinterpret friendships for gratification. You know what I'm saying? It's like, there's times where people can, come off as like oh i want to be your friend right but there's always like those people that will let's be honest let's be honest there's people that will be fake that will try to use you don't let yourself fall into that trap because i know a lot of friends that have been taken advantage of what i mean by make friendships is actually try to have a conversation like nick said like it's just you don't want to divulge yourself into thinking that oh just because i have friends they're gonna they're gonna raid me or just because i'm friends with this, this streamer they're gonna they're going to put me on. No, it's not like that. Like you got to you got to earn the mutual respect and I feel like that's what people lack is mutual respect when it comes to like trying to grow. Nobody wants to grow together. Everyone wants to grow alone. It's like nobody starts here alone, bro. I was in Instagram group chats making different friends and to this day some of these people I've known for 2 years. And I've started my content creation 2 years ago. Mm-hmm. So these people are like friends of mine from the ground level. Mm-hmm. So it's like they would never lose a place in my heart because it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, again, we all eat together, man. Twitch is a big, big, big world. There's people triple my size and counting. And I'll never think that I'll make a thousand. But you best believe if you want to make something your job, you want to make it your dream. You got to treat it like one. You got to work for it. You can't just get up and stream and be like, ah, somebody's going to come in here. <laughs> no, again, you got you got to know. You got to be a little bit known to be known. You get me? Right. That's the thing. You got to work for it, man. That's the thing, man. It's just like you just just be smart about it. Just make friends. Just have fun. Like at the end of the day, man, like just have fun. Don't think of it so much as like a business or anything else until you really get up mm-hmm. there. Just have fun. Make friends. Yep build friendships like that's what it's all about like don't worry about numbers and stuff and don't worry about like i don't know it's just it's really it's just it's such a weird topic to talk about it's just like it's just generally just be a good person like i mean like i can't i can't specific like i said i can't specifically tell someone what they have to do but i could teach someone the proper manners and like stream etiquette etiquette, yeah to like Mm -hmm. really grow as a person and be themselves like like you said, you can't just wake up at the stream button, stream for eight hours, they expect someone to come. Yeah, you might get your few followers. But like at the end of the day, it's like I mean, like, what was it worth it when you could just be on social media of like making friends and building friendships and stopping by other people's stuff and getting your name out a little bit more? Probably not. Also saying this, a lurk can go a long way, man. I lurk for a lot of people and I never expect anything back. It's just that I know these people. I've heard of them somewhere. And some of these people have even become close friends just because of a lurk. I'm just saying, if you want to start somewhere, if you don't want to do anything else, sometimes as simple as a lurk on Twitch can help you get somewhere. <clears throat> you know what I want to talk about? What? I want to talk about the day, um, the day off the day Twitch, off? man. Because I <laughs> think 
this was the first time. Maybe not the first time. Maybe this was my... I don't want to say it's my first experience with this kind of thing. Like, kind of like, um, pitchforks and tiki torches or whatever. Like, just people, yeah. like, riot... Or not rioting, what's the word? Um, striking. But, like, I mean... Mm-hmm. How did you how do you feel about the situation? Because um, I know how I feel about it. And like it's just kind of a it's kind of a wishy washy thing, but I feel like it goes both ways. Uh, I'll let you go ahead and say your side, though, and how you feel about it. And uh, what did, what did you how did you partake in this day? I actually didn't stream. Uh, I took the day off um, mostly because I know people that have been hate rated. And for those in listening right now, um, you don't know what a hate rate is. Just imagine somebody saying a racist comment in person, but make it multiple people, but make it in a Twitch chat. It's not real people. It's an automated bot spamming explicit slurs and things that really are well behind us. They should be. It's 2021. Um, we're at a state where a lot of equality has been established in every aspect. There's platforms for everybody to speak on we're on a platform right now talking about our piece you know um the whole reason for the day off twitch was misinterpreted by so many people oh yeah and i feel like it, it was it was just not how it should have been because it brought in a lot of politics so basically and it wasn't about it <laughs> so basically like a lot of this has to do with like um how twitch handles things with smaller streamers a lot of smaller streamers don't like the cut they get paid um obviously like the um like ads um just lack of communication through twitch in general and then also like the hate raids and uh the bots with the ip addresses like um for me like i knew a lot of this stuff already just because obviously like fucking look at me now i'm I'm a stream guy. I talk about stream stuff. This is like something I learn on a day-to-day basis. Someone like Sav, uh, most of these bigger streamers on social media, they know a lot of these bots, uh, how they work, if they're going to grab IPs or whatever else. We know how to like work our way around it. And a little self-promotion, if you guys want to learn how to get your way out of that, uh, make sure you guys check out uh, both of our social medias. I posted a lot about it on Twitter. He's been talking about it. But I've been retweeting a bunch of stuff on how to stop it, um, names, whatever else. Mm. Anyways, but like... It, like like Sav said, it's just it, it comes to a point to where like it's 2021. Give us a sign that you're like this is getting worked on. Like I I don't think Twitch is completely sitting there like brain dead, like not doing anything about it. Like I think they are trying to work on it, but it's like it's been months. It's been a month, and um, it may seem like I'm sticking up for Twitch in this instant, but I'm really not. It's like I'm a little bit half and half, but. Don't. But it's good can though. You, You're on the you, platform. It's it's a sense of like you want to have hope for the the platform that you've spent so many hours on. You know, the it's thing, it's it's understandable, and a lot of people are in that same mindset. I'm with you. The I thing is, it. it's like you don't want to sit there and be like, um, how do I explain this? Um, I don't want Twitch to push me around, but it's like I'm not I'm not gonna let Twitch get away with anything that I think is bullshit. Like, yeah, I'm on the platform, and I want anything that's better for it. Like, I'll stick up for what I stream on because obviously, like. I want the platform to grow and whatever else like, um, but the fact of the matter is like y'all need to quit bitching about the, the split revenue. Like y'all signed a contract. Is it, is it the best contract? No, but like you guys can't 
restructure a contract. Like, I mean, there's a million affiliates out there. There's a million affiliates with all the same stuff. Like the next step yeah. is partnered to get a revenue split. And like, I, I keep on seeing that. Cause like, it's hard to me to, to explain it like that. Like, would it be great? It would obviously be fantastic. Like, cause basically like a sub would mean a little bit more to you or whatever else. But like at the end of the day, like it would help you out a lot more, but like, they would have to restructure so many con- a lot of people's contracts and stuff like that. And the affiliate contracts just overall, like it's the same all around the board. Um, but I, de- I, I like the whole reason back to the, just the whole day in general, I'd like the day just because like everybody's like stuck up for their piece. Like everybody was like, yo, like Twitch, like we want you to hear us. Even if you did stream that day, it wasn't like you were bashed upon or anything. It's just like you you stuck up for what you wanted to stick up for, and other people were just like, "Hey, I'm just gonna stream anyways." Like it, it. There's the thing though. There has been people that I've seen bashing others for streaming that day. Oh, I'm gonna unfollow you if I see you stream. Oh, you're dead to me if I see you stream. I'm like, at the end of the day, bro, it's not a mandatory day. You know, that's my part. And people might hate me for it, but at the end of the day, I've had friends that stream that day. And those are good friends of mine. I'm never cutting them off. And they're they're POC. There's some POC in there. You know, I'm Mexican myself. And, you know, if somebody of POC wants to stand up and say, look, it's it's a day, I understand. But, you know, my piece is whatever they may have. I'm going to let them do their part because, you know, again, it's it's not like those that didn't participate in real world politic protests didn't have some way to feel about those like others that stayed home and didn't go out and protest for whatever their social justice issue was right it's just in my opinion if you want to preach about equality you have to understand there's two sides of the coin at all times Mm -hmm. the day off twitch was to address yes the hate raids yes marginalized creators are not represented as much on Twitch, but that's everywhere. You know, at the end of the day, unfortunately, that's the way the world is. Until the world can grow as a whole, our entertainment factors will still be affected. Right. Unfortunately, yes, these losers that are sending hate raids are ridiculous because these emails are being registered under, or these accounts are being registered under maybe one or two emails, and hundreds of accounts are being made through that. It's and very, that's where this whole thing stems from. It's very BS how these hate rates start. Like, it's very, very, like, I feel like it is preventable. Like, Twitch is actually did an okay job with if I block or ban, or, like, maybe if I don't even block or ban. Like, I remember the one time it was, uh, it was the Haas guy. Or it was some, it was some guy, like it was one of the Hosses or the Slayer dude or whatever, but like or I, lunar. yeah, well, Lunar, whatever. I, blo- I like didn't even block or ban it. I went to go do it at work and like his username was just completely disappeared. Like, I think they are doing something to an extent, but like it just takes time. Like a lot of people need to realize like just because Twitch is this big company, they just can't snap their fingers and make it right the next day. Like, I think everybody, like, with the day off, did their, it did their job to saying, like, we want to be heard. We want to be heard. And, like, I think Twitch is looking at that, and they, are, they know. They know about this. They're being heard, and they're working on changes. That's the whole point of it. Like, to be heard, this is what we want. Like, even if we don't get everything that we ask, at least Twitch is, like, 
listening to it. And it's like, at the end of the day, like, you gotta at least respect, they, they hear you. Like, mission accomplished. Like, that was the whole point of the day. Like, it, that's what the day is for. Don't misinterpret it of something else. It's not politics. It's not like whatever your crazy head thinks about. It's literally just yeah. for like the hate raids and all the all the stuff wrong going on in Twitch. Like I feel like it's come to a point to where like every Twitch post I see, there's somebody complaining about something. Like getting on Twitch's ass, bro. Like, mm. do I just not look at it like into that depth? Or do I just like, I don't know. Like sometimes it's just like really strange to me how these people like really talk about how bad they hate Twitch, but like they're on the but platform the stream. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like at the end of the day, if you really don't like the platform, then you could go to YouTube. Well, no to my people. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like, oh man, go ahead. It's like, go to YouTube then. And oh, well, I'll yeah. lose my following. I'll have to start over. Okay. <laughs> well then why are you? you can't sit there and bash Twitch the whole time. Like, I don't know. I just think it's very absurd the way that people talk to Twitch and just like, I would, I would love, like, trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm about the bag sometimes too. Like if they, if they wanted to fix my contract and wanted to give me a little bit more money, like I'd be down for it. But at the end of the day, this is how it works. Contracts work. You sign something, you agreed to terms and you said, look, you could take 50, 50. Like you can't sit there and now say like, it's not enough. When you get partner, it changes. Work but harder. Work, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and say what you got to say. Like, the thing that's funny to me is how everyone, oh, I'm going to unfriend you. I'm going to blast you on Twitter for streaming on day off. Man, I hate you if you stream that day. Man. <laughs> they were live the next day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, it's like, this is, that's the thing that kills me is like, okay, Again, that's what those people that did stream that day were riping about. Oh, it's just one day. What is it going to do? You guys just proved that point. You guys got back up on there. Hey, thank you, XX uh, Macaroni Eater 32 for the five gifted. Like, hey, it's Mac and Cheese 893 to you, bro. <laughs> All right. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> out of here. I don't know. Like, to those that didn't stream, I commend you. Thank you for being a part of a great movement. Those that did stream, I hope you had a great stream. I don't hate you for it. Uh, you have your reasons, I bet. Hey, you probably have six days of work a week, and Wednesday was the only day off you had, so so be it. Go ahead and stream. You know? Right. But if you stream that day, I hope you had a purpose behind it. I hope you had a message to send as well right. with what was going on. You know, I hope you're not just acting like you're blind to social media because everyone's on social media, dog. Never, never look at something like this to be a bad thing. Like that was the thing about it mm -hmm. too. It's just like, like, I, I'll just keep repeating it, man. Like, even if you did stream that day, don't bash people who took the day off. Don't call them stupid. Don't mm -hmm. be like Twitch don't care. Cause at the end of the day, I feel like Twitch does care. Like I gotta be that person, bro. Like, they I feel like to. people just generally think like big companies don't give a shit about us, but like, why, why would that even make sense? But like, also, if you took the day off, don't judge people who did stream that day. Because like you said, like at the same time, like what if it's someone's full-time gig? They got to feed a family. It's like, oh, I got to go live this day. I can't miss out on this money or whatever else. Like, I mean, that's just their choice. Like, like I you saw Lulu Lovely, one of the biggest Apex streamers, get demolished all over social media the next or that day of because she went live. And I'm like, dude, shame that's for her. her profession. If she has a reason, 
let her have her reason. It's a shame know? how like, much she gets bashed, man. Like, honestly. And I'm like, bro, for real. And there's, again, if you want to preach about equality and wanted to bring the platform together, why shun somebody for not being a part of a protest? So many people do that. Millions of people do that in real life. I'm not what, even... Because it's on a social media platform, we got nuts now? It's like, come on, man. I'm not even simping. I just feel bad for every... That's what I'm saying. That has to stream, man, because it's like there's always someone talking about like go do dishes. Like, bro, she's a human being and she's trying to make money. And like, the end of the day, she's a very nice person. And it's just like a lot of a lot of um, female Twitch streamers that I'm friends with and stuff like that. Like, I mean, like they get treated like absolute shit. I see it right before my eyes, and like all these creeps and weirdos, and it's like. It's a tough place for them. Like, obviously, a lot of these content creators are sick of it, and the hate rage just adds on top of it. Like, let people preach for whatever they want to preach about, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that's everyone's got some reason. I I respect the movement. Like, I I mean, it was one of my off days anyway, but at the same time, I took the day off. I said, "Hey guys, like, do what you got to." I put out a tweet, and I was like, "Guys, I was like, if you take the day off." Proud of you guys. Fight for something. But also, if you stream that day, have a good stream. It's not the end of the world. Like, literally, like, people have their own reasons for it. Like, you can't can't change people's thoughts. But Now, let's get into this real quick. Don't just go jump to YouTube Gaming because Tim the Tatman jumped to YouTube Gaming that same day, okay? <laughs> Don't take I, the day off Twitch as I'm changing my platform, bro. Come on, man. The one, like th- that. the one thing I will talk about with that is, like... I feel like there is opportunity there for some content creators if they really want to. The thing I like about YouTube is a lot of people are like, the UI sucks. Like, a lot of people will bash YouTube like crazy, but it's like, um, yes, obviously, as any content creator, it's hard to start over. But, like, if you really care about your work, I mean, you'll get right back there. And to be honest, everybody has YouTube channels. So, like, yeah, like, don't jump bored right now, but, like, it's obviously something to think about. I've been Twitch heavy, like my whole career, even with Mixer and everything, everybody would jump and ship to Mixer. But like, I mean, YouTube's not bad. Like the only reason I really like really would try to stick up for YouTube is like, I think um, YouTube has a lot of uh, VOD, um, a lot of VOD capability, a lot of um, like, if you stream that day, your VOD is just completely on your channel and people could watch it. Like if they missed it or anything, I like that a lot. And also, I like you probably be able to just piece apart your stream a lot better and then post it as its own video. Like, there's like stuff like that where I'm like, it intrigues me to think, like, huh, that doesn't sound bad at all. Like, instead of like doing a stream on Twitch, downloading your whole VOD, then picking it apart, then putting it on YouTube, when it's just like, in all reality, YouTube's there. And I feel like YouTube has a lot more people on it than Twitch, but. You also do got to be smart with yeah. it. Like, you do got to be smart with it to a point. But, like, to be honest, like, I'm not... This isn't, like, bashing on anybody. If you only have, like, two or three viewers, shoot it. Go shoot the, it. Sh- shoot the right. shot. Like, I mean, like, if you're going to... You can only go up. There's no... <laughs> yeah, down. like, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, um, and if you have to come back, you have to come back. It's not like you're, like, forced to, like, not Stay come now. back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... You're not Tim the Tatman. You didn't have to sign an exclusive contract just to be on YouTube. <laughs> You're not Doctor Disrespect. You're not like I, I, anybody. You of that have to get rid of right your now. If you are, thanks for listening. Yeah, uh, Shout this out is Dr. you looking Tana uh, Tana's Eye View. Podcast is on Spotify, Apple Music, 
If Dr. Lupo was listening to this shit, he'd shake his head. He'd be mad. He'd be like, what are they talking about? What is he saying? Why is his hair so long? You say to me a little shit? What do you say? <laughs> the fuck you say to me a little shit? Tyler. <laughs> talk to your mother with that mouth. Talk to, talk to your mother with that mouth. Fucking right, ninja's man. so funny, bro. That's that's the thing though. Like the whole YouTube gaming thing makes me worried sometimes because I think about how Mixer went down. But then again, it's like YouTube's been around for twenty plus years, and Twitch has been around for ten, exactly ten. So it's one of those things where it's like there's a lot of people on YouTube because YouTube is Google. Google is integrated through YouTube. You go and type something on Google, you're going to see a YouTube video pop up nine times out of ten. I swear. And it's YouTube just, has you're going to type, you go to Twitch, you're not going to find You Love Nicana or Love Lockdown unless if you know who they are or see us on the recommended. Or if we're on the thousands of views because somehow we made it. We're on top, started from the bottom, now we're here. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about that. I really was because like somebody brought that up on, on, um, on Twitter as well, but it was going to be one of our topics, the uh, where we started versus where we are now and why we feel like we got this little opportunity. I got to talk about this, man, because I was thinking about this shit today. I'm actually going to post a picture today. I remember streaming off my Xbox, stealing Morgan's capture card, because Morgan was a streamer before me, <laughs> plugging it in and streaming console Overwatch, not being able to hear my teammates... But like I had one str- one viewer at the time, maybe two, and um, was this on Twitch? This was Twitch, yeah. Um, I remember when I before I was affiliate, didn't really care. I was like, oh, one, two, three viewers. Um, it's fine. I moved into as soon as I moved into this house, I did a few streams. I ended up getting affiliate. Very blessed. Um, so it's probably been about like a year and a half, two. I think Willie was born, so it's probably been longer than that. But I haven't been really consistent until, like, maybe, like, two years. But uh, beyond that, like, I remember one stream I had in the morning, man. I thought about this shit today, bro. I remember having a stream, three hours, not one interaction, man. I remember going to sleep that day, tears, bro. I was like, that, I'm never letting that happen again, man. And I remember to that day, man, I got to work, and I worked harder because it was something I really wanted to do. And, like, I think that's what drove me to, like, really want to, like, put that work in. It's like, man, I'm never, I never want to have that situation where I'm streaming for three hours and not one person say hi. So I made sure, like, I put myself out there a lot more. I learned, I looked up YouTube videos um, and just generally just got intrigued with how Twitch works, how I can better myself, what things I can throw in to expand. Um, And I've, I've been doing this for two, three years. And, like... I, I still, like, you guys may, or you guys may not think, like, some of you guys think, like, oh, Nick Tana, he's a pretty popular guy, like, whatever else. I don't know what y'all think about me, but, like, I feel like I come off as that, but, like, bro, I'm still learning every day. Like, it's like, it's like anything you want to do in life, man. You're always learning. There's always someone that's integrated and finds, found something better, man. It's like, seems like twitch is kind of like a science at this point like you just like test stuff up until throw stuff to the wall until stuff something sticks it's not just random like a lot of people think like oh you just randomly got a bunch of people to come in like nah like i said man i had nights or i had days it's like 
zero viewers go to bed sick to my stomach and i was like you know what man if i really want to do this man i gotta push myself and i started doing things testing out some stuff and it stuck and um basically bro like i've changed a lot like i used to uh my first game i started streaming was overwatch like i said and then i eventually uh what games did i play and then i switched to pc overwatch and then it was basically madden and pokemon and now i just do whatever i want but um yeah i mean that's just basically how it was for me man i had night or just days and i was like sick to my stomach i'm like that shit ain't never happened and i wanted to work and i put in the work and now i'm on my own podcast with your friendly octane mask wearing <laughs> apex legend guy <laughs> um so yeah, I mean, I guess that's where I started and where I'm at now. Um, I got, my son is two years old. Um, I got about like 800 followers on Twitch and Twitter is always growing and I'm a stream lead and I just do this stuff because I love it. I have a passion for it. Um, I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So what about you, man? Dude. <laughs> Let me be honest with y'all. Y'all gonna be like, oh, you're just saying that because you're on his podcast. Before I even started streaming, the only streamers I watched was You Love Nick Tana and Shroud. They Shroud? were the only two. <laughs> Sometimes some Ninja. So what did Shroud and, have over me? So, like, let's be honest. Like, uh, can you flick? Can you flick every guy in the head for a headshot with a sniper <laughs> rifle in Call of Duty? I mean, I don't think so, Nick Tana. <laughs> you gonna go play Madden and throw a cross route. I know you, man. So, yeah, do slant boy, get oh, out of here, bro. Oh, brother. Crossing routes work. They work. <laughs> oh, man. He's going to draw the, the the sweep from behind and all that. No, I don't <laughs> even know about Madden like that. But, um, nah, for real, I used to watch Nick Tana, and I would be like, dang, this guy's popping. He got, like, 10 people in here, man. That's cool, you know? And I'd be like, shit, you know, that's a vibe. And I would go in there every single day. Every day. And it was for, like... I don't know, like a year. And then I kind of fell off of Twitch, right? And that's when I started doing all my other content, like YouTube, all that other stuff. I was really focused and driven into that. And back when I had been following Nick, I would stream randomly. I would stream like once or twice for like, I don't know, my friends in the PSM party. And then I uh, started seeing that I was getting viewership on YouTube. And I was like, well... If I can do a long 20, 30, 40 minute edit for a YouTube video, I'm sure I can do however long an edit takes for an Instagram post. So I remember posting my first Instagram post in September. Yeah, it was September. Wow. It's been exactly two years in 10 days. It'll be my girlfriend's birthday, my anniversary of being on Instagram for exactly two years as a content creator. It's crazy. But think about it like that. Like I've been... I started pushing myself into overdrive. I would do an edit every week and then it turned into twice and then it turned into three times, including a YouTube video. And man, I mean, that grind continued until I joined the team that Nick's uh, on Valkyrie Array and that propelled me to a whole nother level. I'm going to say that now. Thank you, Valkyrie Array, for everything you guys, I guess, unlocked inside of me that I never knew was there because I feel like once I joined Valkyrie, I just unlock this another potential and i think it was mostly driven by the fact that i had nick there because like 
Like Nick said, like we we we're good friends. We're best friends. You know, there's a lot that we have in common. There's a lot that we go to each other for. There's times where we're in the Discord for hours, and you know, now it's like I see myself, you know, hard flex or whatever. Some people be like, "Oh, weird champ," talking about viewers or whatever. But I'm like averaging 25 plus now, blowing my own mind every time I get off stream. I talk to my girlfriend on the phone. I'm I got a routine, man. I'm I'm on this now. So it's like you, you know, I look back at these numbers. I posted it on Twitter. Let me go look at it, man. I. I cried when Wait. I saw it because it just kind of like it put it into perspective for me. Rush, it was crazy. When people say emo names out loud, bro, it's so funny. He said, "Oh, weird champ, <laughs> <laughs> weird flags, <laughs> bro." When people say like Keck W, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we're talking about Twitch. We have to talk like we're in the I chat. I know, right? but it's just like Monka S, bro. Monka S. Pepe sad. Like, I'm like, yeah. People sad. People bro, bro, if I go jam. if I go to a fucking Twitch thing, it's like, whoa, as you love Nicktana, Peppa happy. Like yeah. Keck W. I don't know, bro. I just found that shit so funny that he said, like, oh, weird champ. <laughs> It'd be oh like God. that, bro. Like So like among I us. Stats, right? Fuck this guy, dude. You sus, man. <laughs> So I went and looked at my uh, Streamlabs thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I went exactly back to when I had first started streaming, like, you know, this go around. Um, the week of November 10th, uh, that was the only week that it would go far back as. But I know I started like the day after my birthday. I was averaging six, maybe three people in my chat. If that, my peak viewership was like 12 for one day, 12 people. I was like, wow. I could do this. You know, at least I thought I could because, like, you know, got lucky. And then I started, that's what started going crazy for me because after that point, now I'm, like, looking at this week that I've had, it's peaking 40-plus viewers sometimes, you know, 30-plus, and it's just, it's one of those things that falls back on the first previous topic is, you know, outlets that funnel into Twitch. You know, I didn't just blow up on Twitch one day. No, bro, this is consistent growth like there's been a pattern and every time i've hit a milestone i've just driven harder i've i've worked harder i've analyzed myself i'm the my biggest critic i don't do anything without a focus group and my focus group are my friends because i know my friends will be honest with me there's times where i'll even ask nick tana like does this look cool and then he'll ask me the same thing like what do you think about it's usually this? not but yeah, yeah. I'm, ki okay, <laughs> I'm, ki I'm kidding. Bro. I guess I'm not friends with you, but Nick Tana. Stop, bro. Sav, Sav makes Suddenly, really. I loathe Nick Tana. It seem it, it might seem like that we are like kissing off each other and stuff right now, but like how Sav said, like I'm like how we like I inspire him and stuff. Like being just seeing how he works and how he um he functions. Like there's a lot of people. Like I thought I worked hard. There's a lot of people who work way, 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 way harder than me. Like. Sav is always talking and doing something with this content. And like, it's, it's like, it's always, it's always just like, so like mind blowing, especially to see. Cause like, I'll, I'll be, I don't know how many, we get in like a discord call, like every morning, like every like three or four days, times a week, yeah, three, four days a week. Mm -hmm. And it's like this man Spagoots, he's always editing something. Shout out spaghetti. Yeah. My man Spagoots. And it's like, He's editing something. Sav's giving me ideas. I'm over here doing a cap of mine because that's hot, right? Like, <laughs> um, but like, that's just the thing, man. It's just like, bro, he, he, like, he didn't do this stuff by just sitting around hoping somebody would just come just to feel sorry for him. Just he 
put in the work. He put himself out there and every day he got better and better. And same thing with me. Every day I got better and better and a little bit more better. And then eventually it, it, it turned out, which I could probably speak for Sab. It, it didn't end up being, a, it's not really about us anymore. It's about people we make it happy is. through our content. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I always just think about like, I out there make somebody happy just by me going live or maybe this YouTube video made someone's day. Or maybe if I say like, yo, how's it going? Uh, cookie boy, seven, nine, two, like it'll make them happy. Um, mm -hmm. so it became less about like what I'm doing and just like putting a smile on people's faces. So it's a big W for that. Yeah, man. And at the end of the day, it's like any entertainer. It's what do you provide as the entertainment? You know, it's like, bigger than yourself there's nothing you do for your twitch stream that is ever for you and if you're doing it that way well hey so be it somehow you're doing well and congratulations but you know it's it comes down to the opportunity of inclusiveness and engagement with your audience and that's what i feel like small content creators sometimes lack is the ability to do so and you know when it comes down to it the bigger scope of things you have to be selfless you have to work to the greater picture and together to even establish yourself as as anything nowadays and you know with people like nick and you know spaghetti whoever's in our circle or whoever we know you guys know who you are um we'll always come to y'all man because you know that's what i i would preach to anybody in this content creation journey is you better have a group of friends that you can rely on that will give you ideas, tell you your, your, your stream shit, do this better. And, you know, really open your eyes to opportunities to grow or, you know, people that will really, Oh, how does this edit look and not be like, Oh, it's perfect. You know, cause you don't want a yes man in your circle. It's like, there's a lot of honesty with not only yourself, but with the people you put around yourself that you should be incorporating <laughs> into your content. It's come to like every stream. Now something happens and it makes me think about fucking Raph. Raph is like, <laughs> for how much that man pisses me off, he's got to be, hey, he's so fucking real, bro. Like he just like, he really he'll, I'll say something and like, he'll like, he'll keep me in check, man. Like I like even all of my friends, I have a group chat with all my friends and like, they keep me in check like all the time. Like I, I have a chat with all my mods and like, I'll say some. Or I'll say like, yo, this game kind of boring. And they'll be like, honestly, you're not doing it right. Or honestly, we don't want you to play. Like, they're very, very, very like real with me. I'll be like, yo, I'm about to post this. And they might say like, yo, you could have did this or you could have did that. And it's just like, I'd rather surround myself with people like that than people are just going to sit there and be like, dude, that was amazing. It was the best video. Like, I know it's not. Like, you don't got to sit there. and Like, I want you to better, like, better me. I want like I want that type of energy. Like if you tell me no, I'm not gonna get super hurt. I'm not gonna get sad. Like, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, shout out to stupid Raph, stupid fucking Raph. God, hey, at least he's better than Calvo, bro. Calvo's the man. Calvo, hey, if I okay, <laughs> another shout out, bro. This man Vino, this man Vino is. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was like. He's a founder and I, he's been to like every single one of my streams besides the one that I cried. <laughs> oh, but he's been to <laughs> he's what? been to he's been to every single stream, bro. Remember I told you I had zero viewers? We just talked about it, bro. Little violin. I know, I know, but no yeah. shot. No shot. He's been he to, he's, he's literally there to like 90% of my shits, bro. And he's got a first subscriber badge, so him, I mean, at the end of the day. Him, Cap, 
Skrill, a lot of those guys, man, really kicked off my career. Cap, Cap was one, Cap and Vino were the real ones that made me like realize though that I could do this, like, and I could push harder. Um, I never really knew, understood the potential I had until they like really started telling me they enjoyed it and stuff like that, and made me open my eyes. So they love Nick Tana. Do you have any? Not um, me, not them, but you. I want to get into questions real quick because we have a lot of really interesting questions. Let me um. So if you guys don't know, you should know, um, maybe if this is your first time listening, whatever. Um, if you guys follow me on Twitter at you love Nick Tana, every few days before the pod is recorded, I'll put out a tweet saying like along the lines of like, Hey guys, doing the show notes for the Tana's I view podcast. Why don't you give us some topics, topics or uh, questions that we could answer for the pod and, um, anything about life, Twitch, Anything in general, anything that you could think of off the top of your mind that you want us to talk about, and we can get to them. Um, so we're about to go into that now. I had a few ones. Uh, the first one I want to ask is uh, from actually Andrew. He was the co-host on the last show. Um, and uh, I love he, you, nine five one nine five one TV. Ten damage killer. So he did ten damage one game. I won't let it, I won't let him live it down. But I've had games where I did zero damage, so I mean, is that worse? I feel like ten damage just looks bad, bro. Like he tried. To yeah, damage. like he That's tried to like. hit the damage. I think it was just a seer, a seer thing, though. I think he just hit him with a seer thing and just got down. But I'll stick up for him, I guess. It's not like he had a gun or anything, but um, true. He asked, "Hey guys," no, <laughs> he said. He said. <laughs> He said, when, he said, when it comes to streaming and content creation, what's your biggest fear? I'll let you go first, man. Biggest fear Honestly, when it comes to content creating. I feel like I have the most general one. Like, I feel like I dream about this a lot sometimes. Like, cancel culture. You know what I'm saying? Somebody will have some reason to hate you, and you never know it, bro. You would never know it. I'm always fearful that one day, maybe like when I was a douchebag at the gym in 2016, <laughs> benching like 175, 210, like uh, with my pecs out, like I was Simba or something, like somebody might have felt some type of way. And like, what if they see me doing good and they're going to shit on my parade? That's my biggest fear always. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I feel like it just comes down to like, am I a good person that people genuinely like? Like, that's what I feel like. Like, I'm always like, I always doubt that because like, you know, People come in there, they always like, oh, I love it, you know, here, oh, like, you know, you're so cool, whatever the case may be. You know, you get it, too, like, oh, you're such a, you know, uh, my safe place or whatever the case may be. And I feel like sometimes I don't provide enough for those people that, you know, say these things. Like, am I really doing anything? I feel like that all ties into one big scope is just, like, my perception as a person out on the platform. I feel like that's what it is for me. I feel like that's what it is. <laughs> not gonna lie to you i've always cared about perception even though i don't care about personal opinions of people about me like somebody could say they hate me tomorrow and i'd be like okay <laughs> you know i'm not gonna care but like you have to you better have a reason and that reason better be constructive and not something superficial you know um i don't know i just always worry about that kind of stuff what about you if i had a fear i guess i don't know it's pretty much what i've been saying the whole stream man i just if i um, if I uh, stop being who I am, if I ever uh, changed up or if uh, money changed me or like anything else, man, I want to be true to 
my vision and what I want. I never want to like change up for the bag or whatever else. Like, yeah, like I, we all are, man. Like we can stop the cap. We want the bag sometimes, bro. Like I, mm-hmm. I generally like talking about getting the bag. Like, have I reached out to uh, many sponsors or anything to try to get the bag? No, but like, I mean, like I'm, I'm out there trying to get the bag. Trust me, but I'm not going to be fake and not be true to myself or sell myself for the bag. Never. I don't ever mm-hmm. want to do that. Like I, I make money elsewhere to where I don't have to do that right now. But like, I just always want to be true to myself. Um, I guess another fear to me is just like, uh, another fear to me is that the content gets dry or maybe, um, Oh, here's a good one. My fear is uh, time. Um, I mean, I'm 25. I think like I could get to a certain age, man. I really don't feel like I have the energy to do this anymore. I feel like, you know what? Maybe it's uh, it's time to put down the, the camera and do something else because, I mean, you know, like it, it may get to a certain age where I might not feel like doing this. So I feel like time could be a big factor yeah. with that too. Like, I mean, if it comes like four or five years down the road and it's like, it doesn't work out then like realizing that you got to put it down and uh support and try something new then like i mean like i'll have a passion for it maybe i'm just talking like just talking worst case scenario shit i might be 31 still drinking a truly on stream you might (laughs) i mean i see people like what it is is like the drive you know it's like you're worried about that like i mean like when you that's understandable when you do it for so long and you just don't get you just lose patience and whatever else. But like, I feel like it's only up. Like, I think I'm just talking like worst case scenario, but it's like, I don't want, yeah. I don't want you guys to think I'm egotistic. I'm just positive thinking that like, I'm on a good track right now. And I feel like I'm just pushing out contact. Yeah. It's just like, I don't want to come off as egotistic. Like, Oh, this dude's just bragging. Like, I'm not bragging. I'm just like, I just, just spitting my shit, man. It's my pod. Get your pod. Spit your shit. Like I'm spitting my shit. Like I'm gonna do my shit. That's just my the, show. The, the the pod is named. The pod is named after me, bro. Like you see that the the logo. It's a it's a falcon with an eyeball. I'm that falcon. The anime girl is in my eyeball. All right. <laughs> like spit your shit on your pod. <laughs> oh, oh brother. brother. Get a load of this. <laughs> Anyways, like I don't know if that answered your guys's question, but um, just like. That was a good one, though. That was very thoughtful. That is a very nice question. Andrew comes up with some... Andrew. Yeah, I mean, he comes up with some really good questions with him being a content creator and stuff, too. I mean, he's probably curious of that stuff and his future, too. Um, So, what I want to talk about. Raph. Can I bring one up? Yeah, go ahead. You can go ahead. Um, How did you come up with your name? Oh, okay. This is a good one. Somebody did actually ask me that, and I had put it on our notes, but I was like, never knew when to throw it in there because we got it. We got off to a ball here. Um, so mine is a little bit um, which you guys might think it's like a little uh curveball in the left field, but um, I was eighteen, and um. I never really had a name. Like, I always wanted a nickname. Um, but there was this rapper, and his name was Montana 300. And that dude just, uh, he spits some straight heat. Like, I was like, I love this dude. He spits some straight heat. 
um, good songs. Like, dude's just always popping off. Like, dude had this song called Holy Ghost. He's snapping for six minutes. Like, straight. No chorus. No, like, heavy breathe. He's just going off. Like, Chirac, he's going crazy. Like, I love this dude. I was listening to him all the time. So I just took um, the Mon off his name and just made it Nick Tana. Um, so it's Nick Tana. Um, the whole you love part actually came from me, Morgan, and my friend Spec. We all wanted to have matching names for uh, Fortnite, and we came up with mm. you love. So it was you love Nick Tana, you love Mo, and he was uh, you love Spec. Um, so we had that for matching names. Um, the funny thing is, um, I don't know if I'll get in trouble for this on the podcast or whatever. Probably not. Probably. Who knows? I don't know. I'll get an email or something. But um. One of Montana 300's songs, bro, it's called Air Jordan. And, like, one of the parts in the song was, like, getting top from a thought named Morgan. I was like, that's me! <laughs> but, <laughs> it's so fried, bro. I remember that shit made me laugh so <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. Bro, but, like, I remember hearing that shit. I was like, he's even got girls named Morgan. Being friends with them. <laughs> Being buddies with them. I should have just kept my... I'm sleeping on the couch, bro. That's but like, so funny, it's just dude. like, it was just so funny, the relevance between that and just me being Nick Tana. <laughs> and just like, I just kind of yeah. rolled with it. Um, That's funny. I never really stuck with it because it was just a Twitter name Um, before I started streaming. The thing about it was... Uh, Spec actually was the first person to just call me Tana, um, out of like, out of spite. Like he would just be like, "Yo, Tana," and I just like, I was just rocked with it. I was like, "Damn, that's kind of dope." Like people call me Tana, like, got that nickname. Yeah, like so I just kind of stuck with it, rocked with it. I, do I listen to his music now? Not really. I feel like he kind of fell off a little bit, but that's just me. Like I liked his older stuff a little bit better. Not saying he's a bad artist or anything, but I mean, I just kind of made it my own thing. So, um. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, it's kind of a weird way. Like, if y'all are like, oh, I never thought about that. But, I mean, that's how it works. That's how it works. What about you, man? What my, oh, yeah. Well. Oh, yeah, that topic. What were we talking Honestly, man, I just spaced out at the very end. I read the next thing that I was going to bring up, and then I just was, like, thinking about that. My like, bad. oh, shit, I uh, got to actually answer this. Yeah, I was like, shit, I was just hoping you would do Wait, it. Wait, can I interrupt um, you for a second? Go ahead. You need to figure out how to throw on someone's stream on that TV and have it playing in the background of your stream. I have a Google Chromecast, but I usually use my phone for chat. The only thing I can think of doing is like, because I use my my screen, but sometimes my phone is quicker with getting the responses because it's in real time as opposed to my screen on OBS. For some reason, it's like a... 15 second delay for mobile or something so like whatever mobile's saying i see it way later for some reason i don't get it it's mobile delay is just i don't know bad on twitch yeah, yeah mobile delay is always bad but yeah I, I, I really want to though that tv's so old i've seen I so many i only use it when i watch movies i've seen so many content creators do that and it's just like it's always nice because it's like they could look at you but they could also be looking at the back and watching someone else. And you could like just promote your boys, just like self-promote them. Or yeah. like if they're watching, you're like, oh, shoot them on the screen back there. Just throw up a VOD <laughs> yeah, of them yeah. or something. Like it's just kind of dope. But Right. That's a good idea, though. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I actually, I might actually do that. Because I was like, I might just throw up like, I don't know, my logo back there. Or like, right. I don't know, something. Or even just put a 
poster. In I'm over here talking shit, but there's like it. there's two monitors behind me with not shit on them. So I mean, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> there was a glizzy on them the other day. That was funny as so. hell. Morgan's a funny. Getting thought from a gal. Getting taught from a thought named Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a lot. Oh, you definitely sleeping on the couch now. You repeated it. <laughs> um. <laughs> pretty much the whole uh, love lockdown name came from yes my. Uh, apparent obsession with Kanye West. Uh, I was huge, huge Kanye stan through as long as I can remember. Kanye is my idol, if nobody can obviously tell with a name like that after one of his most iconic songs of all time. The name came from a friend. Uh, one day, me and my boy were just sitting in his room, toast as hell, playing, I don't know, emulator games on his PC. And I was like, oh, I want to change my name on Twitter because I used to be known as Insomniac. I was known as Insomniac in the Call of Duty community as well. Um, I've had several gamer tags. I was like, I was known as Quickie once because I was always flanking people and they never realized how. So I was always called Quickie because I'd be killing them quick. And I don't know, it was, it was just so corny. And then I went to Insomniac because I never sleep. I really don't. I do struggle with insomnia. Um, that name stuck because of the Mac Miller song and then love lockdown was because of the song. But the, if you notice the love is spelled L U V, but that's because of love is rage from Lil Uzi. Uh, at the time, Lil Uzi was just like my thing. Like all I listened to was Kanye West, and Lil Uzi and the DWN was just cause I don't know at the time abbreviations and things look cool. But like at the end of the day, if you look at my name, love and DWN down are three letters each. And then you got lock in the middle. So it's three, four, three. So I don't know. My favorite number is three. And I, I don't know. I always I went really deep with it. So like oh, he came up with the name and then I just kind of worked around it and made up my own thing. We're cracking so the code. Like, We're cracking the code yep. today, fellas. Yep, that's it. <laughs> love lock down. <laughs> Um, I knew it was because of the Kanye song, which I think it's really dope too. But I always wondered why you, I didn't know if you just couldn't get the O, like D O W N. I feel like you could have, but I could have. <laughs> it was available, but I didn't <clears throat> like the way it looked. And my friend was like, oh, it just looks cooler that way. And it kind of does, you know, like it looks uniform if you really look at my name. But like I always do it in caps because of MF Doom, all caps when you say the man's name. I feel like the U and V together and the font that we have on our screen. Um, it kind of looks like a W though too, and then you actually have a W on the other side. I don't know. I'm looking too in depth with it. I think it looks cool. See, plus you're used to it. Yeah. I mean, um, and people seeing it every time I come in their chat, even if I don't know them, they'll be like, so "Keep your love locked down, love locked down." Who doesn't know that song? You know, it's really cool. I, I actually am so blessed that my friend came up with that name. If I ever make it and I make thousands of dollars, I'm just gonna drop like 10k on his doorstep and be like, "Here you go, buddy." <laughs> right because it's, it's, it's you it's you right um i don't know so how you feel about donda then i didn't really all right man look everybody on the hoopla about it like oh it's so good you can't just sit there and be like i'm a huge kanye fan and not expect me to ask you about but, donda i know but like people people hype it up so much and i mean that's kanye right that's the whole point of him doing listening parties and all that stuff but in my personal opinion like i might have you know all these damn tattoos of the dude and everything too but it's not 
an album for a rap head. I'm a huge rap head. I love rap music. Rap music's the core of what makes me who I am sometimes, you know? It's like I need to listen to certain songs just to feel some type of way. And I like metal. That's the only type of rock I listen to. So it's like, that's my two personalities, right? I'm like this edgelord that can't sit still. And then I'm this groovy dude that likes to hear witty puns. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's two sides. Right. So I don't know, man. I, I don't think that Kanye did a bad job with the album. I do feel like he, he was feature heavy because he knew that's what he needed to kind of like put out a really banger album Mm -hmm. a lot of these songs had been released already i've heard the original gandhi or what is it called yandi yandi what it was going to be called and then it was going to be called some other thing waves or something like that and then it was going to be called uh something like some game console that was out in the 80s i can't remember the name (laughs) But it just didn't make any sense, right? But, like, the album sounded better, in my opinion, when it was leaked. It was, like, 80 Degrees was the name of Hurricane. Okay. And it was with The Weeknd still. It was the same song, and it had, like, a different beat, and it was way more groovy. Like, you could be like, oh, dang, you know? And in this one, I still feel like it does the job. But, like, at the same time, it's like, it's not that song. You know, he redid the whole album at least three times. And you can tell that this was orchestrated well like it sounds good if you listen to it right like it does phonically sound nice like you can sit there and be like okay i'm riding with this but at the end of the day the people that want kanye west for what kanye west does best is rap and put songs and words together that should never be rhymed give people what they want man (laughs) i feel like he did not come back for his fans this time like he had some songs on there where he was kind of spitting but like it's not the old Kanye, straight from the soul Kanye. We're on the gold Kanye, on the news Kanye. Like, there's there's no more old Kanye, man. I feel like I got to get over it, you know? I feel like that's my piece on that. Like, Donda was cool. I give it like an 8 out of 10. <laughs> I'm not going to cap on y'all, man. It's not gonna, that great, but it's not that gonna bad. I was going to give it a 6. Like, I liked Moon. I liked the, the song with Jay-Z. His second song off there Jay-Z's was on Drake's of- album. <laughs> Yeah, like there's there's like a few bangers on there. Like the song he did with um with Jay Z was cool. Um, what's that Can't song? Can't believe Jay Z on uh, both albums. What was it called? Going to jail or into jail or whatever that oh, song yeah, is. That song's yeah, that song's good too. I'm gonna go to jail tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's cool. Right. It's cool to a point. Like I mean, I don't know. Like I, I give it a sex, but I mean, what do I know? Yeah. Um. And I- I don't blame you. It's a good album, though. Uh, let me see. Arizona tier list or or not? Because like I already did one. Okay, so what makes I an album? Tell you my... What makes an album? Um, this is by Gordon. Um, he asked, mm. "What makes an album a ten out of ten? Then what's no, it gotta be on that topic?" Okay, that's a good one. Because like the way I listen to albums is pretty weird. People always criticize me for it. Because like. I feel like I feel like I'm an Anthony Fantano sometimes, um, giving him like strong eights, medium nines, and shit like that. You know, it's like, for example, uh, I listen to albums usually three times through. The first time I listen for like, okay, do I fuck with the vibe? You know, like what is what kind of vibe does it give me? Like, the first time listen mm. through can make or break an album sometimes. You know. Yep. Second time I listen through, it's like, what songs did I like most? What songs did I like least? And then third time is kind of like, okay, now let me start learning the songs, right? Like, let me learn the songs I fuck with. And I feel like to make an album 10 out of 10, it has to be able to be replayable. 
it has to have at least no skips and it has to be timeless. Like there's albums to this day that are timeless. Like you could listen to Graduation Today by Kanye West. You ain't skipping that. You ain't skipping a single song. Not one. You listen to 808s and Heartbreak. Depending on your mood, you may not skip a song. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I can skip a song on 808s and Heartbreak. That's just me. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I'm no not skipping skips. a song. Zero. Definitely. That's Zero. A, that's one of my favorite albums by him. And I, I stand by that to this day, bro. That, oh, my God. Um, Ever. Just saying. That's what I think. For me, I think nostalgia has to play like a big uh, part in that to me. I like a lot of my older albums that I listened to a lot when I was younger. Um, but like you said, it has to have like zero skips. Um, I was a big Wiz Khalifa fan, still is. Not to hey. like, not to an extreme, but like uh, Cabin Fever came out and I would listen to Cabin Fever every day. Oh, such a hard so, mixtape. Bro. It had that balance of like it was like super hard, all the raps, and then, and then like and, and then you and then you got into like um um standing in the middle of you, and then it's like oh, and then yeah. and then like it was just like a nice little like switch up and it's pace. good to see these artists experiment. Yeah, it's like you can see their range. I feel like people that are very one dimensional. And now I'm gonna get so much hate for saying this. People like Logic. People like Eminem. <laughs> I don't like very Logic, bro. One dimensional. <laughs> you guys can fight me on Twitter. <laughs> I will keyboard warrior. Oh my god, bro! I'm cool on Logic. Eminem bro. and Logic cannot rap like that, bro. Like oh, they Eminem, sound. No, they have, no, no, they no, have no, their no, moments. No, no. Eminem they can have rap. Their moments. Eminem can rap, bro. Well, they can rap. They can rap. This is not my point, though. They can rap, but can I listen to an album repetitively? No. Nah. Never. The last Eminem album Never. I could listen to front to back was probably the Eminem show. Maybe. I like the Marshall Mathers. EP. Marshall Mathers. That, cool. that one's good. Um, But Recovery was probably the last Recovery one. Recovery was I. That's the last one you yeah. could do that with. But um, other than that, nah, it, just, it, it becomes like the same shit over and over again, too, for me. But like mm-hmm. Eminem spits hot bars. The thing I was going to say is I wish artists would go back to mixtapes just because like yeah. mixtapes, bro. Like those, like one little freestyles that they would have, or they would do something to a different beat. And the it was just loop. always so nice, bro. Like I loved hearing, like, I can't even think of a good example. Like Lupe fiasco doing a fucking Detroit. Yeah. By Big Sean. Yeah. Like doing That's a bunch, a doing a bunch of, um, experimenting. Like you said, like, um, when Lupe fiasco Bases did by Mac Miller, um, what was the song? I forgot what song it was, but he did a, um, I think he did a remix to an Ellie Golding song or something like that. And I was like, I thought it was the hardest thing ever. Cause I was like, that's dope. I was like, he's mixing pop with rap. And I was like, that's just like, it goes good. And I just like the flow and I like the beat and mm-hmm. everything else. Like, and it's just like, it let rappers experiment on other, like, like, sorry for the wait. It's a big example for that. Like, I like, sorry for the wait. I think that could be a 10 out of 10, bro. Like Lil Wayne just goes hard on every single beat. Uh, I don't know if you could count it though, because it's not technically his songs, but like it is his. You know what I mean, bro. Like he was just rapping yeah. off other people's songs, but like um, being able to not skip, knowing the track list in your head, it, it means something, bro. Like um, yeah. One of one of my, uh, which I don't. I, I feel like Rolling Papers could be a close like ten out of ten for me, just because like. I remember getting off of school, walking to Target and grabbing the CD that day. And I listened to it every day, put it on my flip phone, listen to oh, that, that bitch, bro. Like, and like that on my level just hit different. 
Oh man. I liked uh, the race, bro. I'm in the race. Oh. Taking the winners. Oh, place. I love that song. Holy bro. shit! I just brought back so many memories. I'm listening bro. to that bitch I'm when I go cry to bed. On your <laughs> podcast, bro. Oh my god! Like, that beat, he, he, that that. It's just so hard, bro. It's so funky, and then he's like, ah, in the beginning. <laughs> it's like one of the few times you actually be like, damn. And he's like, it's Wiz Khalifa, man. It's just. You know he didn't Boom, beat drop. He so didn't hard. even like that album, bro. He said he felt like he just like he wasn't himself on that album, which I could respect. Well, it was just one of his first mm, label albums because the other one was uh, the one before that with um. It was Deal or No Deal. What's it called? Yeah, Deal or No Deal. Thank you, man. Like, kind of mid. It sounded so mainstream, bro. Dealer No was, Deal was a lot of mid. his mixtape hits, though. So, like, Dealer No Deal had um, a few songs that saying. was for the album, but then it had a lot of stuff from Prince of the City to um, Flight School. Like, they were all thrown on there. Like, yeah, Flight School was cool. Don't even get me started on the cushion. Oh, my God. We just talked cushion about Cushion. Oh, level. my God. That pedal to the metal song. Um, Never been. In the cut, in the cut, Rose. Oh, it's so hard, dude. <laughs> oh my god! Let me know if y'all want to uh, want a podcast where we just talk about music the whole time. I promise yeah, we you, we'll that. just listen we to me. That. I'll I'll rate whatever album you guys want me to. I'll have Sab on. We could just, <laughs> bro. Dude, I'm, I love talking about music. Wiz, you can get me on man. Any day. What I about can't... this? Uh... Uh, since we were on the topic of like nostalgia and throwbacks, do you remember how we met? Because I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I just remember being in an anime chat, and one day you just started talking, and I was like, "Man, this guy funny. Oh, like, this guy got jokes." And then you would always be rebuttaling with Calvo, and it was so funny, bro. And then y'all had that like sneak diss tweets and stuff. It was so funny, man. I was just like, "I fuck with dude." Um. So yeah, like we met through <sighs> probably Calvo. Um. I was just getting into anime for the first part and uh first part of my life, uh becoming a little weeb. Um, because my friend got me into Sword Art Online and basically I just started getting into anime and I wanted to find other anime mutuals, um, which led me to searching a lot of Crunchyroll, uh searching people online. The first person I actually met was Cheyenne. Um, because I looked up Fal- I looked up Falcons and anime, and he was the first person to pop <laughs> up, obviously. And I was like, "Yo, this dude likes Falcon." An- I I thought he was like a celebrity at some point, bro. Like, me yo, too. I, like I thought he was the coolest dude ever. Like, I'm not saying he's not cool. Like, Cheyenne's obviously cool, but like, I thought this dude was like, he was like like a uh, like famous and some shit. And I was like, "Bro, this is the coolest account ever." And like, I ended up being friends with him and stuff. He is funny, dude. Um, he is funny. So then. Which that didn't really lead to how the fuck we met you, but like uh, Vino actually commented on a Crunchyroll account, and we both said this. An- <laughs> Remember Kijo? Yes. The booty bumping anime, bro, where oh they were like fighting God. with their butts yes. and stuff like that. So yeah. um, he commented that for like being a top anime, and I was like, Kijo's lit, <laughs> and I followed him, and then like we just been friends ever since. <laughs> oh, it's That's so, such a shit poster, man. <laughs> Bro, I, I witnessed Vino and Cap literally terrorizing a dude from Crunchyroll, bro. Miles, like, literally giving this dude a hard time for no reason. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And it's just like, that's how I met them. We just all got in the chat. And um, I just remember, yeah. like, 
that was one of my times where like I felt like I tried really hard to like be friends with everybody. Um, when that mm-hmm. just like took time, like I was, I, I just remember trying to be like really, really close to everybody and just like comment on everybody's stuff, like everybody's stuff and like be like super clingy and weird. Uh, but yeah. I mean, like I'd wake up and check that chat every day. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still in it. I'm still in it to this what's day. What's it? What's it called, bro? Like Is it called GT Cannon still, or G- what's it called? No, no, no. It's it's GC of the Elite now. It used to be called GT was Cannon, and then it got called um, Lacey's has, something. I forget. That what. has to be labeled off Classroom of the Elite, right? I'm guessing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I remember sure. who else was in there. Lacey had that name forever. Lacey's Lacey, in there. Brandon, Boston, Tetsu, Boston, bitch. Well, like, bomber, bro, bomber. Mitch. I don't even know, bro. They probably gonna come at her next. But just like, I remember, bro. There would just be random times. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Like, Mitch will be blocked. And he'd be like, he's talking shit about the Bengals. And <laughs> like, Mitch is gone. Like, Cheyenne's gone. Like, invite him back. Like, I'm like, yo, what is? Like, this is my first- soldier boy in that chat, <laughs> bro. I'm like, I'm like, real life, like trying to figure out, like, me being like, just like new to Twitter and stuff. I'm like, I'm like thinking this shit's like serious. And like the end, I'm like, wait, Mitch is gone. Mitch will be, I just spit everywhere. Mitch will be back in a week. <laughs> oh my God, bro. But like that group was an endless revolving door. Everyone would always come back. And then like, I would remember, uh, then I forgot whose discord it was, man, but they all had a discord. And I remember just like, I'm in it still getting over my fear and just like joining voice calls and then being like, Hey, who is that? Mm. I'm just like, it's me. And then I ended up actually talking to Cheyenne Fortnite with them. Oh, dude. So like off topic, bro. Like I remember, um, Cheyenne was playing bro. And like they had the, they would just post like funny clips. Like they would post like bangers, like getting kills and stuff like that. But there was this funny clip Mm. and he was like, um, they were all wearing the referee skins or something like that. And then, like, um, I think Cheyenne was like, I'm trying to get on top of you. And then, like, he emoted, like, throwing a flag or something like that. And I remember seeing that clip on Twitter and just cracking. He was like, what did I say? What did I Like, it, bro, they were just clowns, bro. Like, Dude, Best um, group of people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Like, GC, man. Like, I was so new to Twitter, bro. Cheyenne, like, put me in that chat and was like, bro, you're going to make friends here. I was like, you're probably right. And then, you know, I still talk to these dudes every other day. They come in the chats now, too, you know? Right. I got um, Josh who comes in, Don Quixote Zerskis. That man, <laughs> me and him got really close. That man raps now and shit. So it's like, you know, those kind of things, they just, you, you know these people for so long. It's just kind of crazy how see they evolve, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of crazy. No yeah, man, it's been what now, like four years of like being in that. Like, right. pretty sure I've known you since, at least of you since like 2016, 2015. Right, and I basically just saw a tweet or something. I don't know if I you put it in the group chat or whatever, and I just clicked on it, and I was just like, oh well, I stream, he streams. I was like, let me get to know him, and he's playing. Yeah, they used to bash on me for that, bro. bro he they was roast me. Boy was playing. Um, the first time I saw him, I remember. I remember the day, bro. It was uh, you were playing. It was the Christmas event. It was the train, whatever that was called, like the Holiday oh, Express. Winter Express. Winter Express, yeah. And I remember yeah. you were like on Demon Time, bro. You were always on like the highest of mountains and shit, like just pouncing down on people. I'm like, what is this dude doing? But you were good. I was different in season three. I yeah. was different. I'm washed now. Like if you, if anybody ever watched me in season three, oh, you were lucky. I was, I had like a 3KD then, bro. I was killing everything in sight. And I was... 
even though the like yeah. i felt like everything was like super laggy which whatever i mean it got fixed now but like i remember watching and mm-hmm. just seeing just like you bounce on everybody and like even if it was super laggy i'm like dude was always coming up on top and i was like yeah this dude's different and i would stream off my 32 gigabyte internet <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah ever since then we just kind of like kept in touch and he would always stop by and i would always stop by and this is the closest we've really been um even though we were supporting people back in the day, this is the we've been. This is the closest we've really, really been. Um, but we've known right. each other for so long. And that's the thing, bro. It's a, how we talked about earlier, like you just make friends and you just get comfortable. Like, dude, we're here now because of a, <laughs> talking about booty bumping animes <laughs> and, and getting put into anime group chats where motherfuckers were just banning each other and blocking each other, dude. <laughs> now look at us oh look at us now bro Who we on thought? the we on the tana's eye view pop not me not, not me <laughs> look Man. bro i swear somebody from that group's gonna listen to this and be like bro we're talking about us i hope they do i really I do. do i'm gonna send it in the group chat when, when it goes live. <laughs> I was like, like, hey, we name dropped y'all. You'll know who if you listen. <laughs> we totally snitched on the group chat, but y'all gonna have to find it and figure it out where we did it. <laughs> they gonna listen to the whole two hours. They're gonna be like, oh my god, right? <laughs> it's at 204. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Um, I got our last question right here, and then we'll go ahead and wrap mm. it up. Um, but um, this goes with Hunter's and Raph's question. Um, basically, um, oh, they asked, uh, top... GBO also asked. What did he ask? Is it on here? Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole bunch that we t- talked about. But he also asked about the top five games, right? Uh, yeah, I think he said. I think he said that too. Um, God, I want to say one of his questions too. It's not on here. He said, uh, "Well, we talked about hate raids, uh, truly or claw. Honestly, claws fell off. Trulys are hot. <laughs> White claws are not. I mean, even though it's Claw Island, I mean, like, I just feel like I just like Trulys more." Uh, I'm honestly just the seltzer king, uh, but this guy. It's yeah. It's just I'd rather. Be, I don't know. Just there you go. There's your answer. But um, the top five video games ever. Um, I'll say I'll start off by saying ever my top five video games ever. Um, so like in non order. Um, I'm gonna throw Madden in there just because obviously I made a career off of it. Uh, I've been playing my with uh, playing. Oh my god, that sounded so <laughs> Playing bad. With play. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with pause. Uh I used to um me and my dad used to um play each other in that game. Um I had uh the first Madden I ever had was 2003 of Madden and um I've been playing ever since. My dad would always get a copy and I remember he'd be like, "Oh, if you beat me in Madden, you could use the Falcon controller." Never beat him. Oh, I bet bet I'd whoop his ass now. Sorry dad if you're listening. Probably not, but that's okay. Um and then um I say three and four or not well like second and third game, I guess Whatever, I'm not putting yeah. them in order. Um Sonic Battle Adventure 2 or Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. I forget I always forget how it's labeled, but I played that game for hours and still could play that game for hours and I replayed it and doing Chow World and all that stuff. Um and then Sonic DX. <clears throat> like I just like Sonic games in general, like uh, I felt like Sonic DX had that kind of like that, uh, I want to say open world, but like you were able to roam around and stuff like that. And you were still able to do missions and then being able to play all the characters was fun. Uh, story wasn't absolutely terrible. Graphics suck, right. but I mean, that's how graphics looked in 2000. Um, 
but I was always playing those type of Sonic games where it was like 3D-ish and like um that type of stuff. Um I'd say any type of Pokemon game. If I had to pick one, uh one of my favorites would be um Ruby, and that goes for the roommate the remake as well. Uh, I just think third generation Pokemon games were like really good. Um, when it comes to mm. like the starters and the whole story and like all the mods and stuff like that, Team Magma, Team Aqua, um, <clears throat> it it hit for me a little different because then once I played the um the remakes too, it got me into competitive Pokemon for like the card games and stuff like that. So respirited myself with that. Um, and I guess I would say like another game for like best game all time. I don't know, man. Um, that's Among tough. Us? <laughs> yeah, Among Us. Yep, Among Us. Best game. Nick loves Among Us. I hate that game so much. <laughs> um, I would say COD World at War, maybe. Just to just throw it in there, just because like I felt like um that was when I started off with COD. I always liked the World War type style games of COD. And um, I just like experiencing like game battles and shit and competitive gaming. That's where it all started off. So like I have to throw that in there. It's just a rough draft list, though. I'm just saying the first things that really came to my mind and gave me like really good experiences. Like if I had to sit down and give my top five games like ever based on like how they played in story, it'd probably be different. But this is just for like my nostalgic reasons. So, yeah. What about you, man? Honestly, Halo 3, because it's Halo 3, best Halo in my opinion. That's a good one, uh, actually. Gears of War, the whole series. Uh, That's a very four, good one, too. Because I never played it. I love Gears of War. Gears of War is what got me into watching YouTube. I used to play with a YouTuber named I.B. Wonka. And uh, he was, <clears throat> I think, at like, I don't know, 10,000 subs at the time, back in, I don't know, whenever Gears 3 came out. Uh, but all the Gears of War are so fun. I love them all. Um, Apex. I mean, Apex is what I, my bread and butter. I feel like that's the game that kind of made me want to do it, you know, to be a content creator. Um, say like Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. That was my first taste of competitive as well. I started really going hard with game battles and ghosts. And then AW, I went to events and started doing UMG stuff. So, like, that was different. Um, what am I at? Like, games um honestly it's kind of like hit or miss but like i used to play a lot of leaf green when i was a kid like pokemon leaf green was my favorite pokemon Mm. i beat that thing like seven times uh nuzlocks and all like i would go crazy in that game um another one was mega uh, mega man uh, the mega man games oh man i spent countless hours on that bro countless um, um mega man yeah, I forget which one, but it was like the the white cartridge you would get from the Game Boys. I don't even know, man. It was such <laughs> a good one. I love that game. And then I started getting like the red guy, the the black cover. I never knew the names. I just knew them by their color. But I was just so obsessed with them. I remember I used to go with my mom to work. Uh, she still works there. It's crazy. Um, and I'd be like, I don't know, like 11 or something. Be playing that shit on my Game Boy. And then like... Honorable mention, to be honest, would be like Need for Speed Underground. That's another game I spent thousands of hours on, I feel like. Those but games are always just fun that, to like, cruise around it. in. So. Right. 
So yeah, I think that's where I'd wrap it with myself. Because like honestly, top three for me are Halo, Apex, and Gears of War. But I was an Xbox kid before anything else, so I know some people be like, yeah, fuck Xbox, but I mean, I had both, luckily, at the time. I'm not into console wars, so that shit don't really matter to me. I had an Xbox, I had a PlayStation, <laughs> I'm back on Xbox, yep. I mean. I just give I just give rap shit because they, they he likes PlayStation, so I just call all PlayStation games mid, but I mean, to be honest, Xbox or PlayStation don't have any games, so. War mid. Mid of okay. war. Mid of war. Oh. Says the guy that likes Black Clover. Okay, we're Yikes. wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. <laughs> oh, brother, I've been slandered too many times on this pod. Oh, my God. But in all seriousness, guys, we're going to wrap that up. That's episode eight of the Tana's Eye View podcast featuring Love Lockdown. I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, I'm going to let Sav say anything he has to say. Um, close out whatever promote whatever you want to promote man tell the people where to find you um yeah man go off the floor is yours i just want to say thank you to everybody who uh i know that my real supporters are going to listen to this so you know thank you to all the real ones um shout out my girlfriend me sloth aka vanessa i love you to death uh anybody that wants to catch me live doing my thing again i'm live tuesday through saturdays I do Sunday streams. I do Monday streams on occasion, but it's on Twitch, 11 p.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, sometimes you'll catch me in the daytime. I'm on every social media once again: Instagram, Twitter, TikTok as Love Lockdown. And other than that, yeah, thank you guys for listening as well. You know, I've pleasure, Nick. You know, I love you, brother. Mm-hmm. And I want to see this thing pop off. You're the next Joe Rogan, my guy. <laughs> Dude, come it, on. Man. It was it was a blessing to have you on for sure, man. Like. We're going to have to chop it up again. Um, Yeah, man, I appreciate you kicking it with us. And um, yeah, for everybody listening, uh, big shout out to you guys for making it to this this far. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and plug my stuff real quick. If you guys want to go check out any of my socials, I stream on Twitch. Um, It's mostly on the weekends, some days during the week. I really don't got a set schedule for that yet. I've kind of been bouncing around, but twitch.tv slash you love Nick Tana. All my socials are you love Nick Tana. Go ahead and check me out on Twitter so you could be involved in the next pod. And then make sure you rate this five stars on Apple Podcasts so we can move up the algorithm, get more people involved, and then really grow as a podcast. Um, if you're on Spotify, share with a friend and just uh um I'm guessing that's it. So we're gonna sign off from here. That's been episode eight. Make sure you guys tell someone you love them. And again, we're out later. Thank you. Bye-bye.